You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 24. Damon uh, asks Heptos, who is there attending uh, Keeper. He says, uh, "He says, how long will uh, will you continue to wo- to work to uh, restore Keeper's state? How much can you do?" Heptos says, "I will try." Uh, he says, "I will try to peer into his mind to see what I can see, but this is an unusual creature." Uh, you're an unusual creature. Um, well... The city is for sure in an uproar. How long do we intend to wait? Uh, yeah, we don't want to... Until night, We don't want to go too soon, but we also don't want to wait too long. Right. Well, I say it's the sooner the better, as long as we can get out. Then we'll figure out what to do from there. You guys have certainly spent enough time here to get a good feel of uh, how you can sneak through the town. It shouldn't be too much trouble if you're just leaving. Excellent. Uh, that's good. So we can leave. Easy, um, easy to get out. Uh, Hugh remembers Frida saying things about teleportation. If we decide we need to come back here, which sounds likely if we ever get the prince, can she... I guess he asked Frida, Frida, can you get us back here through teleportation? Yeah, you said that once before, her. that if you had been here... If you go to somewhere, you can probably get us back there or something yeah, like that. Yeah, to put down some sort of teleportation anchor or something like that. Is that a possibility to, or not? You really? have to learn the sigils of the location. Put the orange portal here. Uh, you can... <laughs> Frida. Frida says, says uh, What? I'm sorry, I was daydreaming again. <laughs> is there an easy way to get back here after we've gotten all the way to the Sword Coast, which is a significant distance away? She says, I do not know of any permanent teleportation circle around here. There's likely one somewhere in the kingdom of Olgarth, but I don't know where. Not all kingdoms allow access to it. Hmm. Um, but I can certainly get us back to Skyclave at a moment's notice. Right. And Skyclave is not too far of a journey. Well, it sounds like we're actually it's kind considering of our storm. picking up the prince, then going to Ikamu. I mean, I don't... Do we want to? Seems like that. Are, we, is are there the other plans now to go all the way to, to the prince and bring him back, or do we want to do some stuff on the way? The prince is a well, fairly time-sensitive thing. Yeah. And I, we don't. Dim says he doesn't remember it. Well, the t- the prince. I mean, once we have, once we protect him, I, I think we want to get to him as soon as we can. But once we have him, it seems like they're not getting into the vault. It's true, but Damon uh, kind of reminds people of this, uh, the, the latest vision they saw with a champion of uh, of of Ikimu and. Uh, a Wrath champion who he was sending to Ikimu and he says, for some reason or another they thought things were going very well here and he says, I don't know if that was just because all was quiet in town and they felt in control of the situation or or if, or if any headway was being made he says, perhaps they are perhaps it was it was the interrogation of Keeper who knows, but it seems like they were they were confident of their victory here that might mean that they are hot on the trail of our prince it's Hugh who notices Heptos standing at not Heptos, 
uh, Kala standing at the edge of his grove, looking at you guys together, discussing. And when he sees you look his direction, he picks up his staff and waves it a little bit, almost as if he is unwilling to leave his trees. Uh, you mentioned looks like Kalan may have something to say. Says, come on. Damon looks a little sheepish for unknown reasons, but follows the group over there. Sheepish. You get to Kala, he says. He says, "Ah, oh, my friends." He says, "I have a suggestion, but I don't deal with people very often. I, d- I don't want to be insulting, you see." What's up? Brennan says, "You tell us your suggestion, and then I'll we'll insult. be insulted. He said. He looks to Aurora and just says. He says, you are friends with the machine, yes? With Keeper, yes. He says, he says, I, I will ask them. He says, you should go check on, 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 on him. And it says, no. He says, I think he's stirring. What? Damon, with honesty, says, I don't still don't know about this Heptes guy. He might need someone to supervise him. Or just crumps and and walks back, so obviously curious. pissed off. She's stomping. That she's, yeah, she's stomping. Thank God. She's harumphing. Um, he lowers his she, voice. She as, glances back at you at you all like you gotta like fill me in later, and then walks off. He lowers his voice as Aurora walks away, and he says, "I am my." I can still hear you. Bell does not work on living beings. But it's quite possible that it would work on uh, on Mr. Corper over there. He uh, he is, after all, uh, a machine, uh, sort of. Damon, this- kind of going one step further, says, "What if we bring you a piece of him?" <laughs> he says, "He says this is why I sent the dwarf away." <laughs> what, what, oh, so like Damon can't nods right shrewdly. Um, Brennis is. Looking around confused. What spell are we talking about? To uh, recall oh, the most that. recent emotional event. Uh, that would probably be him getting tortured. Yes. Yeah, that is That emotional. would probably be him being tortured. Probably. And if not... Sweet keeper on other machine thing weapon or something? Time. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? He says... He says, I didn't want to suggest it to the machine directly. I... I am unsure if it would be offensive. Would there be any harmful effects? He says, shouldn't be. None of the objects I've done it on come out any different than before I cast it. Bernie said, he says, there could be some... Sp- I mean, there was all kinds of keeper bits in that That's what A piece, so you know, if something happens, we've only lost a part. A spring or something. Or a thing. You know. I really don't know how to proceed. I'm losing my shit over Brandis, here. Brandis, I think, I think, like you said, this is probably best Where's left in your hands. Casing. Why don't you Why don't you decide what to do? Because just outside of hearing range. Um, Brandis, I'll take care of this with subtlety and tact. Settled. Brandis walks back to uh, Heptos. And Aurora noses him come over because she's probably been keeping her corner of her eye on the group the whole time. Is um is Keeper still is he unconscious now? He was resting? Is Keeper he? is uh, is resting. He appears asleep, but it's hard to tell with him and 
Heklos doesn't even turn around, and he just speaks, and he says, uh, he says, yes. And it says, I want a piece of him. <laughs> Heklos what? turns to look, and he says, uh, just, excuse me? And it says, for a ritual. It's completely what? humane and most likely painless. I, I think you better ask Keeper about it. So he says, do you mean a piece of his body? Oh, yes, not a fight. Yes, a piece of him. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> though it would be humane if we fought. And, um... Says, That's what he wanted? And I uh, says, a piece of his body, I think that would probably be easier than... Well, I don't know what's involved with the whole thing. So, um... <clears throat> Brennan says, I don't cast spells. Um... Kendo says, I would have to remove a piece of him. I why, would not do, do such a thing without a his permission. Right, says, but it, with but his permission, you would you know how to without damaging his... If he continues to... He says, feelings. he says, every part of his body is connected through a type of... Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Through, uh, 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 a system much uh, like pushes, our own... Uh, pushes Heptos until he, he stops speaking. <laughs> he stumbles back and then and just... She goes, Stops. You're and talking about a taking man. A, a piece of that person there apart. Well, let, let's Why clarify. don't you ask? Out of Keeper. character, let's clarify something. When we brought when we brought Keeper here, he seemed to be in several pieces. Is that the case right no, now? No, he was never in several pieces. Because uh, there was talk about a pile of Keeper parts, like he was kind of folded no, up he, and stuff. Well, yeah, he was he was damaged and bent and had. I, was, I think people well, had different views of what he actually was. What state like he was actually bits in. of him falling so, off the. Thing. So clarify no, no, but, now. But he's he's. he's Ara looks perturbed. Uh, I was I was not Brandis, but but not unsurprised that he would bring it up this way. So there's got to be more to it, and she. She kind of looks at you like. Right, says, Can you tell if he's awake? She pokes him. <laughs> what happens? Princess, he was tortured for months. Don't do that. She pokes him, not kicks him. That's how she wakes him up. If you poked him in a tortured bit, she says. <laughs> His eyes open. He says, "Aurora, it has been much time since I've been awoken by your poke." Aurora <laughs> <laughs> says. Brandis would like to ask you something. He turns his head slowly. Brandis says, and then he sits up. Um, says, our powerful and wise, though sometimes forgetful, druid has a way to look back into your past. And we feel the safest way to do that would be if we could borrow temporarily something of you in the closest. He says, you would remove a part of my body? Brandis like a haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Is removing your hand like a haircut? Brandis is there any piece of you that uh, you feel is connected to uh, the central you that uh, would not damage you if it were not part of you? You. He says, it is Possible, but it is not a pleasant experience for me. Um, Bernice says, One moment. And it's going to take a quick jog back to the grove. <laughs> or just watches him go like, um, like this is the most bizarre t- 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 thing t- 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 she's ever heard. Bernice says, Bernice says uh, to Colossus, If we have his permission, 
does the ritual work on his whole body? He seems to not want to part with a part. Some of him. I don't know why. We I mean, we wouldn't have, be having this I conversation. I take apart my armor all the time. Hepto says, "I do not know if it would work at all. It would just be an experiment." <laughs> oh, you mean Kalah? Okay, I was like, "We're not selling this." I was like, "Why is Hepto talking no, no, about Kalah?" Sorry, uh, Kalah says, "Does it, it was just an experiment?" He says, "I just did not want to suggest that the machine is not a living being." Damon says, "Was he into it?" And I says, "Despite my subtlety intact." I think I offended. Mm. <laughs> and Freddis looks honestly confused. <laughs> Damon says, I'll come with I'd you. I'd always worked uh, before. Damon says, I'll come with you this time. Um, and we uh, trot on down the hill. I imagine for some reason right. the road is up, so we have to keep like, going down, down this incline and up this incline. On, on like a log next to, next to Keeper, just watching these two approach and just... Kalaha comes with them. Okay, now it's three Behind them, them slowly. Now it's three of them. With his okay, staff. and she just... Damon uh, leads by saying, uh, Keeper, this is something that would likely help us determine for what purpose you were kept and tortured so poor, so uh, so badly in your uh, in your time period in the castle. He says, it's an experiment, and it might be risky, but it might work too. Brennan says, yeah. What he said. He says, uh, he says, risky in what way? Damon just goes, and then looks to Kala. <laughs> Kala says, I don't think there's any risk other than to offend. He looks back to Keeper. <laughs> I think we dodged that bullet. Hugh briefly explains, he says, we've used this ritual on objects to uh, gather information about particular events that they were involved in. Because of your unique construction, we think it may work on you as well. And we may be able to see more detail of what was going on just when you were tortured. He looks to Aurora. Aurora says, only if you're alright with it. I don't want you to feel pressured. He doesn't look at anyone else and just looks at Aurora and says, would it help you? She says, probably. He says, then I will do it. And gives him a pat. Good man. He says, how do, what do I, and Claw just says, just sit there. And Claw comes and sits down. And he says, Damon will takes, you uh, all be joining? Oh, okay. Absolutely. And when, yeah, he'll join. I think you guys have all been there for the previous yeah. ones. Yeah, sure. Um. Take it. Yeah. You, Zach. Brandis joins. Alright. You were on hands. Yep, these are Aptos. Don't say nothing. Yes. No, I don't want to <laughs> say anything. The entire ritual and vision. They do a manly hand squeeze off to see who is stronger. I think Keeper would crush your hands. Your bare hands and his like telekinetic hands. So it's like you're squeezing a metal bar. It's like, I will beat you. It's like, destroy you. squeezing? Are you squeezing? When do we start? Do we start now? No, it was him and Heptos. Oh, okay. I, I love the idea of you like arm wrestling keeper. Heptos is immortal, so we squeeze into eternity. <laughs> we squeeze each other's souls. Ah! While yeah. mountains build around mountains us. Mountains build and crumble. 
rains come, rivers are formed. Glacier goes right, right over them. Civilizations <laughs> rise and fall. Around. Uh. They just build this like little center around them. Like, I don't know, they've just the always been there. to us, grows derelict and quiet. Turns to ruin. Taken apart by time. <laughs> Silence. Golden silence. A thousand summer, years passing. A tear rolls down one of their cheeks. <laughs> Desire no, one no, longer. no one remembers which one. <laughs> Who started it? I desire this no longer. <laughs> but by that point, if whoever stops first has a lot to lose. Keeper begins. <clears throat> Keeper? Laying there. And then Kala begins. Crafting <laughs> the ritual. Begins the ritual that has started to become familiar to you. And while it's typically unpleasant. been about a month between each casting of it, or more, uh, you started to recognize some of the hand movements and the way the magic looks. And before long, in a flash of life, you find yourselves in the midst of darkness and suffering as once again you are plunged into the dungeon of Steward Saluz Kashali. You watch as the figure of Keeper lays still and silent in his cell, battered and broken much as you had encountered him before, lit by a few smoldering torches. An elegant-looking man is standing just to the side of the cage, draped in regal silks and silver bands. There is no softness in his features, though he is quite old, and as he turns, uh, though he is quite old, and as he turns, the gray-haired man's eyes strike you in their similarity to Aurora's. A deep cerulean blue he regards the Warforged with a cold, smug grin. I have good news, Keeper. There is no longer any need for you to remain my guest. Keeper blinks slowly with his one good eye, but says nothing. The steward draws closer to the iron-barred door, looking down at him serenely. Soon I will have everything I want, despite your infernal silence. He kneels lower, gripping the bars gently. I know where he is, Keeper. All your suffering has been for nothing. He is rewarded with a pained groan from the prisoner, who appears to be slipping in and out of consciousness. Saluz smiles as he stands, gesturing curtly to one of the guards. Arrange for this thing's execution. I would have him dismantled before my people, so that they may rejoice that further traitors are being brought to justice. The guard nods, shooting Keeper a venomous glance. The steward is obvious, obviously in very high spirits, such that he doesn't even seem to notice the blood blooming on the edge of his elaborate silk robe as it softly brushes against the stone floor. In the doorway, he turns to Keeper, backlit by the bright hallway and cast into dim shadow. I do admit it was indeed clever to hide in Neverwinter. I would have not thought to look there, considering what it has become. But try not to look so despairingly, my metal friend. I promise if that dwarf of yours is found there as well, I will happily send her to you. He laughs and vanishes down the hall as Keeper's vision faded once more into shadow. Sobering. Daemon confronted with the dark confines of the keep once more in a city that has offered him nothing but imprisonment and pursuit stands resolute and the fear that has lingered beyond his features 
throughout most of their stay here, you see, is not evident. Mm. He stands stalwart for the task to be confronted. Brad says, Well, we know precisely where to go, and we know there will be trouble, trouble once we get there. But maybe not when we leave. Significantly less trouble. <clears throat> That's very convenient, for never wonder. And he says to Keeper, uh, no one deserves that kind of punishment. Right. If the opportunity arises, we'll see we take care of that guy. Or is it, she just looks furious and she goes, that pig! And she just, she's so angry. I mean, this is the first time she's ever seen yeah, this this true. man. Um, and he he looks so much like her, as far as, like, they're obviously related, that she's just, she's swelling with this anger, and it's obvious to anyone who looks at her, like, she's just seething. And she just, she's thinking about all the ways that she wants to kill this man now. Um, extra. Extra hard. And you can see her knuckles are, are white as she holds onto her hammer. Damon will come over to her and, uh, offer her a, a comforting hand and just say, the hunt is on. We will, we will put our energies towards uh, finding the prince. Mm. See her hand relax a little bit, and she kind of, her, her, uh, her lip kind of trembles a little bit. Whether it's an anger or um, sadness, maybe it's a little bit of both, but she nods and says, thank you. I appreciate it. Right, says, and when we get there, they'll be looking for you. But aren't they always? <laughs> no more disguises. No more disguises. You see them in the street. We make the first hit. You're here. Um, uh... Eiffel Tower. Looking at Keeper, how did, how did Keeper seem to... How did Keeper seem to bear the experience? Keeper, He's dead. Did he see it? His eyes are shut. Oh, God! We killed him! When Brandis says this, Keeper opens his eyes, and he says... It was... Zombie robot. Exhausting. Well, he says, a bizarre feeling. Rest. We hope you did not have to relive those moments. He says, it was strange seeing myself from a different perspective. He says, I will rest on that thought. <laughs> and then he shuts his eyes once again. And looks at the rest of the people, or the rest of the group, and says, let's get out of here. Agreed. And then he looks at Aurora, Aurora and he says, he says, we're still checking that out. Roar holds up the little vial and says, no time like the present. Uh, her little vial of water. Her well, we're, oh, yes. water. we're here, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on our way to Skyclave, maybe. Yeah. Here that way. Well, I think we can teleport. teleport. Right, exactly, so on our way. Well, basically, <laughs> let's get out of the city, and then Dan will see if he can't pick up some sort of indication, or if we can find someone who might tell us. Portent. And where was this the city? Where was what this? is this thing it's exactly? Anyway. Um, I was in the merchant quarter near the uh, near the gypsy enclave. Uh, when when the guy said, you know, hey, it's it's to the east. It's like um, yeah, have a oh, explain the experience to those that don't remember it. It, it. it was fairly simple. There was a guy. He was there, and he started blabbing on about this amazing water. And Rora was like, yeah, whatever. And, and you know, but then she's like. Can I have some? Because she's just very abrupt like that. And he's like, yeah, okay. Because she, like, diplomatizes. Yeah. She says, you can't... Whoop, whoop, can't say no. 
So he wanted whoop, it. Whoop. That's and what he it tried to buy it. Her <laughs> lashes are like that long. No, uh, and then she, she saves some, uh, just just out of curiosity, um, and and br- brings it back. And he, he says, "It's so amazing! It's an amazing oasis." And she's like, "Whatever," but nonetheless. Brings it. And As he's usual, what, do, what, what Aurora doesn't care about, Damon is like amazing, and what Damon's like, I don't give a shit. Aurora's like, you better give a shit. <laughs> well, when when the two though meet, yeah, it's an unstoppable force. Uh, so yeah, it's it's um that. here's the here's the desert, desert, here. and he said it's somewhere here. Oh, up in the mountain stuff. Up in the yeah, that's the round desert. Uh, that's a very this this area. Danger, area. dangerous location. This stuff is is. Forests. Oh, forests. Looks like trees. Or mountains. Or mountains. Clearly triangles, either way. It's triangles. Mountain trees. <laughs> Mountainous mountain trees. trees. I think they're mountains. I don't think they're uh, mountains. A petrified forest. Petrified so, yes. Forest. Let's, go, let's go with that. We're trying. Oh. Should we do a little role play for how we actually leave this place? A little One little final. If we yeah, can, is if there, or is it, uh, are we, How about barrels? Actually, let's barrel our way out. <laughs> oh, oh, barrel! <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> <laughs> Greg said it was fairly tr- not trivial, but it was something that we yeah, would, would have, be able you, to do. You've gotten familiar enough with this place, so you can get out. Would we be able to accomplish? Well, I think so, you're, you guys are need mounts, uh, unless Ren is. Do you know uh, that's how we can get out. Let's go get some horses and just ride right through town. Well, we don't have. That's um, true. We don't have a cool now. horse. We don't, we couldn't bring the Rams over in terms of special. Yeah. I have a fly. Burn. I don't want to get fly. on that fly. He has um, an egg. Not that right. you're offering, but well, I'm not going. So, we, I mean, let's look. Ren is obviously with us. We'll do the Phantom Steeds. I'm, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, can we? I guess. I mean, just, can, yeah, can yeah. we? Can we? Okay, okay. cool. Okay. We can buy some camels. Well, that's less. We're going to a desert. Oh no, you don't want camels. Well, Dale, man, so you wait till nighttime. Yeah, Dale, man. no water. Uh, with uh, right, less trepidation than previously, sets foot outside the portal, and definitely is able to make. The switch between gravity, you know, seeing as how we installed it at a weird angle. I think people are getting more more accustomed to stepping out of a wall and then onto. <laughs> we like slide out from under the. <laughs> so Damon rolls out from beneath and uh, immediately uh, takes a takes a, a position to detect any any sort of uh, guards or passersby. And the the streets seem dead. Um, it appears that there's been some sort of uh, sort of uh, kind of. Military or, or kind of police action to clear the streets in hopes that, to flush out or find the, the escapees, but it ends up serving to our benefit as things are, are much less uh, bustling than before. And um, Damon uh, goes for old tricks uh, in the form of um, some, some uh, stray canvas that's lying around and just uh, cloaks himself up and with uh, some of the, the, the dust and mud that is always ever present. Makes himself into a pretty convincing hobo before he uh, he takes a position a to leave. A blue skin, glowing lined hobo. Well, that's what the whole idea. Yeah, of, like, <laughs> I like that though. Like, don't panhandle your hand. We're going. We're going as much cover as possible. Because it's a desert. A rubber hobo. It makes sense. Maybe if we wait till it rains, it'll be even harder to uh, get out there. Dan was not interested in waiting much it's, longer. It's raining. I mean, it's raining. Yeah, because it's raining, it's even easier. That's what you. You have to move fast though, because the rains are brief. How does Aurora get out? Um, Aurora tries to do the same thing that Damon does, but all she's got is like her own cloak, and he took all the good canvas, so she's just kind of got this like cloak, half wrapped around her head, half on her body, 
it just looks like she couldn't dress herself. So she's she's just hoping to <laughs> to just be small enough that very 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 low income <laughs> income red light district. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. You has the benefit of since this is a human town, you can just wear clothing yeah. and. In a dark area, he kind of blends in with everyone else. So he just generally plays kind of scout for the rest of the less stealthy group members, keeping an eye out for guards or or more conspicuous (laughs) group members. She's made herself more conspicuous, but that actually loops back around. Impaled by icicles. Huh. Well, um, Brandis takes the uh, the opposite route. He does not make a big ruckus in the way out to attract attention from the guards, but um. As we're leaving, uh, she. I'm trying to figure exactly how to pull up. I don't know if it was a shout or just, um. What were they calling us? Weren't they calling us, like. Traitors? The traitors, but were, were we given, like, a Regicide? specific name? No. Um. <clears throat> probably were. What, what was it? What were they calling us? The Betrayers of Olgarth, which we have been dubbed, um. Uh, the the group that we you know our our band of merry men have been called the betrayers of Olgarth. Um, well, we murdered apparently. Yeah, apparently King, mur- King Blue Mantle. Exactly. Um, and so uh, poor Blue Mantle. And so um, Brandis um, at a shop near the near the edge of the city, basically right before we leave. Uh, Brandis uh, goes up to the guy without any kind of cloak on, without any you know coverings or anything, Obviously, and says, "Do that, shopkeep. Um, you tell the guards and anyone else you want to tell that you saw the betrayers of Olgarth leaving, but you tell them that we'll be back." And he walks out. Oh my god! And we after, totally after he yes. pisses himself. Yes, he probably he's does scared. That. Yes, and uh, Brandis. And you're not even. Brandis is very happy you're because. Just- we did spring a guy from like, from we didn't mess up ex- anything here. We did everything we wanted died, to. We got all was, the information was, we needed to. We sprung your buddy from prison. We met up with your old lady, not your that old lady, but the old lady that you yeah, knew. Yeah, my um, yeah. It, she's it, here. It was confusing. She's with us. She's here. Oh, we got her. Okay, she yeah. is in the portal thing. Yeah. yeah. What is she, what is she, she she's hanging, making scarce. Is she uh, like yeah. hanging out in my half built cabin? Is that the deal? Are you inviting her into your half built cabin? When the Brandis goes back there, he invites most people into his half He finds her sleeping there. My half filled cabin. All right. Well, that's where I was going to sleep, but. I want her to be the annoying, like, in law now who, like, demands things. Like. This room is too drafty. There's no breeze in this place. It's too hot. Good to be. in a demi plane. That's too hot. Alright, so. Uh, there are no walls on this building! Of course! The sun hurts my eyes. It's a false sun. Exactly. This could go very well. What do you say? But Brandis is very happy because we, we sprung the guy from prison and we didn't. Brandis would have been unhappy if we did it totally stealth. Like, if we were able to get in, get him out without killing anybody, and it wasn't about killing people, it's the fact that everyone Sounds saw like us leave. Sounds like it was about killing people. It's that everyone saw us leave. And, like, like. There's no way that word will not spread to the um, to the to the entire town of Olgarth that they had us trapped in the heart of the prison, and we slipped through their. They fingers. might use propaganda. They might even they'll, they'll use propaganda, but I think that they'll like, say they thwarted it. And enough guards were there 
There were so many people there, and they just watched us leave. So Brandis is definitely happy because one guy almost came with us. We had yeah, almost. He, he wanted did. To. He's clothes. like, take it with you. He is with um, us. And yeah, Brandis is happy armor, because he's uh, on your jacket. He was with us. He's all over us. He's with us. Um, so Brandis is happy because um, we hair. faced oh. impossible odds and uh, made the impossible possible. Right. So anyway, that that is that is Brandis's. Mental uh, yeah, mentality, and that's his, uh, his vibe that he's giving out. That he's giving right. out to you guys that's and to people as he's walking by. Like, he wants it, so as we're walking out, someone's like, I think, I think that's Brandis. Is that Brandis? Is that Brandis? But they don't really like, know until he's basically out. Does anyone like, ask for your autograph? Or are there, I wonder if they're like, yeah, that's poor, poor fans. Is that Brandis? Yeah, it is. Stay away from him, man. You'd be like, is that guy still staying on the street? Still his if you don't stop up and ask him, his, <laughs> friend, his presence is yeah, that's definitely Brandis, and then turns and goes, that can't be Brandis. Over here. Uh, no, that's not Brandis. Don't. Uh, don't make eye contact. Yeah, damn it, uh. <laughs> so I'm saying, so I'm saying, don't make eye contact. Uh, leaving the city, he uh, feels a, a weight lifted. You know, he's been able to conquer some of his some of his demons and make, make headway at, uh, kind of, uh, you know, at you know, overcoming some of the fears that haunt him, and uh, and that that's meaningful to him. But just being able to leave this place uh, lifts a great a great burden from him, and he he's feeling better about their uh, the the road that they will now be set upon. Yeah. And do they have a hard time finding this place? So you guys get on your phantom steeds. Yep. Yeah. I rub my fly. But low. Brave the dessert. I'm, I'm the new Damon. Really? You wait until the morning? Uh, I don't know. I mean, no, I, I guess we, we'll start going. It's late. You tra- waited after nightfall. Tra- uh, travel by uh, night. I mean, the desert's hot. Yeah, I imagine. I know it's obvious, but. Well, whatever Aurora says, she's she's the one who's leading right now. Aurora's You've been traveling for a couple hours. Many times better. Uh, eastward, as Damon has been uh, has been. Trying to get his direction. It does not take him much time at all to get a good feeling of which direction to, to start heading in. He's not sure at first, it's but like he's he but it's definitely he senses this 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 pure uh, this pure element on the wind. It's like it's almost like smelling your mama's home cooking. It's just something that distinct and that uh, apparent to him. It's just uh, what might be different. What might be like. To a normal person, drinking like muddy water versus drinking clear water—that it's that distinctive a difference for him. And he is able to he, once he catches scent of this uh, this pure elemental water, is able to to follow it with the uh, with the preci- precision of a bloodhound. I'm sorry, you've been drinking muddy water all this time. So, so is he. Hugh is requesting a little bit of clarification. Um, is this like we're making our we're going out of our way to go to a fine dining establishment that you have heard about, or is there a higher purpose to our visit? Thank you. Damon, uh, no, Damon. Upon asking, uh, says uh, he says uh, yes, Hugh. He says well, he cracks yes. a smile and says he says I'm sure this will be. He says if there is water to spare, it will be like none other you have ever tasted. He says it'll quench your thirst for days to come, and he says he says but uh, he says I do not. I do not uh, change our course for uh, for uh, for the pleasures of the of the dinner table, but um, because he says, as I mentioned before, I am I am set upon a strange quest um, by uh, by godly forces that I don't fully understand. He says, I hope to 
I hope to find at the source of this elemental water evidence of uh, of my kin, of other elemental beings. He says I I'm drawn I am drawn to this uh, this elemental source with a uh, with a pressure that I I do not fully understand. Interesting. Well, I hope we find something. Brandis says whatever makes us stronger is a problem for a wrath. I like making problems for a rat. Yeah. No. No. Let's continue traveling in the direction that Daemon has got a lock on. Please, guys. Uh, He has got the lock on the direction. Heads that way, and as I said, there's only a couple hours before one of the many uh, flash rainfalls occurs. Uh, d- does not catch Damon by surprise. He knew it was coming. That's why uh, some of you might even kind of look up when it happens. Damon, he doesn't even skip a beat. He's like, yeah, right on schedule. Here comes the rain. And uh, and as you are riding hard, the rain only lasts four or five minutes. And it is when it clears, you can see off in the distance a very faint sort of glowing making up a, uh, on the horizon. Glowing! Is that it? Well, Damon, uh, you read his reaction as he spurs his, uh, phantasmal steed a little bit faster and, uh, heads directly for the, the, uh, source of this illumination. Aurora's right behind him. Brandis leans over to here and says, I guess I've never seen a mirage before. Yeah... <laughs> We've been doing this. We've night. been doing this for like eight hours. Seeing something and like, yeah, night barrage. <laughs> night barrage. Uh, the night shrieks. <laughs> a copse of verdant trees spring up out of the desert in protest of the barren landscape. Tall palms and thick ferns grow in such density as to obscure any view of the inner grove. Approaching the oasis, a moist breeze rolls over you, soothing dry skin and chapped lips. Oh, the humidity. Her hair immediately Damn freezes out in the first direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Uh, Damon uh, rides up to the edge of this, uh, the, the thick, uh, lush foliage and, and jumps off his horse, passing right into the, through the kind of the green curtain and into the enter into the grove, leaving you all behind to perhaps follow. Well, Aurora follows, albeit a little bit um, curmudgeon-y that he's just run in there, but she she follows. And Damon just disappears past and the she, threshold. She looks back and goes, "Come on." Brandis looks As over to say, you, "Please don't wait for me." Um, like these guys again. I mean, yeah. and takes out his sword and points to your bow and says, yeah. "Never heard of trouble at an oasis before." Yeah, like that's <laughs> never happened. These guys. So you're heading on through. It is very thick, and you even find that you must chop your way past the green blanket of foliage on the edge of the oasis. You pass into a clearing at its center, and in this clearing is a pool of some of the clearest water in the world. Daleman is there. What is he doing? Uh, Daleman is sitting, kneeling almost reverently by the uh, by the pool. Um, kind of staring into its depths. He has his hand kind of outstretched, but he's he's yet to touch this water. He he is he is simply he is in awe, and he is kind of savoring the experience of this of this contact with uh, such a a such a, a large quantity, such a, a presence of, of clear uh, elemental water. Or looks around for whatever is so interesting in here. 
she sees the clear water and she considers skipping a stone on it, but he looks, when she, she looks very into it. And when she looks around uh, rock. for the rocks, she sees that small glassy pebbles surround the edge of the exceptional water. As light filters down through the canopy, you can see that there's, there's uh, the, the star and moonlight is almost brighter in here than it was out on the desert. Aurora's more interested in the rocks. Uh, the light rocks. dances on the pool's rippling liquid surface. Aurora grabs some rocks. As she does so, she sees that slowly a column of water begins to rise from the surface of the pool. She still is grabbing the rock. The strange formation begins to take the shape of a large, transparent cloak as the liquid swirls and flows into a recognizable shape. She Premis drops the rock. Blade a little tighter. Hugh does a nature check to see if he knows what's going on at all. Damn or if this is just more no sense that he doesn't know. Uh, 31. Hugh, Hugh knows enough about nature to tell when the thing he's seeing is... Uh, is some sort of, you know, magical elemental, uh, elemental being, and he can tell that what he is seeing is definitely an elemental creature manifesting. But unexpectedly, oh, a delicate hand of mortal flesh exits from the sleeve of the cloak. One of the hand reaches up and draws back the watery hood to reveal the neck and head of a beautiful human woman. How beautiful! Very beautiful. Sixteen. The woman has long, curling blonde hair that spills across her liquid gown like flowing rivers of gold. Aquamarine eyes regard the party one at a time with crystalline affection until her pale, ivory face lights upon Daemon. She smiles kindly. Welcome, Daemon of the Wind. I had hoped you would come to see me. Daemon raises, raises his face to the lady and says... Kind of in, in, in hushed tones, he says, Who are you? He says, I am the Lady of Water. Her voice is, uh, her voice flows almost like water out of, uh, out of her mouth. You've, it is, um, it is a strange sound, although you can hear the words clearly. The, the, the rhythm that she speaks with is, uh, is most unusual. Voice on the up. He says to her, he says, uh, he kind of reaches out and he says, kind of hollering, he says, I have felt compelled to come to this place. And he looks around and he says, what is this place? What, what takes place here? She says, she says, yes, you were compelled to come to me. I know of your mission. This takes him back a little bit. She says, you are seeking others of your kind, are you not? He says... I am. She says, uh, she says, I'm glad you've come to me. He says, uh, how, how, how did you know that I was, I was to come here? I thought, and he kind of looks to, to Brandis, he says, I thought it was a matter of, of fate that brought me here. How did you, how did you sense my presence? She says, I can sense the location of any elemental creature in all of Faerun. He says, the oasis here is one of my favorite places. Uh, she says, I choose to spend some time here when I, uh, to relax of sorts. smiles at that. He says, but I can travel from here to any other body of water in Faerun. 
Go for um, it, Ryan. Okay, so she wrote. So I'm doing a, a religion check to see if I recognize her as a, as a deity of any kind. Uh, 17. So a 29. Yeah, 29. Roy doesn't recognize her as uh, as as any of the gods or uh, or lesser gods. So she says, "Who are you?" She says, "The Lady of Water." <laughs> she like ah. How do you know of us? She says, "I know Easy, of Brandis. you. I know of you because I know of Dale." She says, "I have watched from afar occasionally." I like being watched from afar. Damon, as as she talks with the rest of the party, Damon seems a little bit um, he seems a little bit puzzled and, and slightly concerned. And is anyone else gonna say say anything? Right now, Brace is just kind of okay. observing. Well, as the, as a kind of a break in the conversation happens, he he says the uh, says to the lady he says he says Lady of Water, why is it that you are not in my place? If you are are, are so powerful that you can travel travel to any place in the realm, sense any any elemental creature, and in all of Faerun, why is it not you who are seeking those who uh, who who will play a part in this uh, in this future? She says. She says, the role of the seeker is not chosen. She says, you did not choose to be who you are today. She says, it is tied to your destiny rather than ability. <laughs> Does anyone take offense at her uh, suggesting this? He seems, no, no, he seems, he seems truly in, in a bit of a puzzled place. I mean, this is, a, this is a lot of information from him. In another situation, he very well might have. But this, but in, in the, his current state, he is, uh, he is more thoughtful. Um, a rare state for Damon. She continues. Granted. She continues. Move, lest she mess up the, the <laughs> delicacy of the situation. She continues and says, uh, "She says I can find any elemental brother in all of the world, but if called upon to do such, I would not find the right ones for the task ahead of you." Oh, so we can't just point at a map and say. Mm-hmm. She says, "Your journey." Your journey is the thread that will tie together those that are needed to serve. Serve what? She says. She says, that is a question that I cannot answer. Because you don't know, or because you can't? She says, I only know of Damon of the Wind's mission because I have been observing him. I can sense his location as I can all elemental creatures of the world. Says, I do not know where it will take him, or what he has to face. Damon, Damon nods with some understanding as he begins to to grasp further the uh, the importance and also the the mystery of his task at hand. He looks at Aurora a little bit, who he has discussed in, in some in some greater depth what uh, what he faced, what he he knows and doesn't know about about his uh, his purpose. And he, and he turns to the lady of water and he says he says I, I thank you and I am I, I am glad to know that yet another that another one of the elemental brothers as you said have been found found uh, yeah yeah no he, he just he expresses gratitude for her and he and that he is glad that another one of the elemental brothers has been found. She says, she says, your journey will lead you to find even more. And he says, uh, is there any way, and he thinks, is there any way that I may contact you if 
you are so well traveled, are you? He says, uh, do you do you only travel at, at will, or is there is there any way that, that someone might be able to? And he kind of just drops off. She That's says. She says, the most important thing for you now is to remain true to your friends. You are all, uh, you are loyal friends. I have seen this in your travels. It is important. Your path and success is tied to all of them, as yours is tied to his. She says, however, says, call my name over any large body of water, and I may be able to come to like you ocean? In assist, uh, with assistance. She says, but, uh, she says, but I stress that if you stick together and work, uh, and work together, that my assistance should not even be needed. Damon uh, bows reverently and he says, he says, uh, I hope to see you again sometime. And he says, and may it be in, uh, in peaceful circumstances such as these. Uh, he says, uh, he says, you, you say that, that my, my role as the seeker has not been chosen for abilities. And he says, I, he says, sometimes I think my abilities are too one-sided. And I would hope that that battle and death are not all that lie in my future. And maybe, and this... This maybe strikes a bit of a of a tone with people who so a few days ago saw him just mm-hmm. kind of murdering at every and, and killing at every chance as a first reaction. So um, at, at that he he stands from the grove and, and you know and bows to the lady. She says she says I do not know what your future contains. She says it will probably contain a little of everything. <laughs> uh, she says, "I will go now, for I have other places to be and other people to meet." Where, where are these rocks? She says, <laughs> "She says they are—they uh, are most beautiful, are they not?" Can I have them? And then she starts sinking into the water. Uh, say nothing if that means yes. Right. She says. This oasis belongs to all. Oh, shit. Not just... Does that mean take only pictures and leave only memories or something? I hate that thing. Only after <laughs> That's pretty hard. Did you come up with that? <laughs> only after she sinks into the water again, you hear the sliding of metal and the clipping of Brennison's sword back into his... As her body melts back into the water, five gourds bob to the surface shortly thereafter. <laughs> The gourds are stopped with corks, and uh, they are. Then they uh, slowly wash up to the edge of the pool. Mysterious gourd picks the strongest looking one. Gourd <laughs> picks the best looking one. You immediately see that the sides of the gourd are inscribed with a uh, with the alphabet you recognize as the language of the primordials. Damon. Oh, fun! Who speaks primordial? In a rudimentary way, from his time in Akanul, um, is able to read the uh, read the inscription and smiles at it. Eh? Does he? Uh, well, I don't know what well, it says. It says. Uh, what does it say? On the side, he reads that it says, "They that thirst be spared." Deep. <laughs> As the waters. <laughs> 
as water. Or <laughs> <laughs> the like, ah, oh, freaking primordials, they're worse than the gods. Brandis says, um, this purpose or mission of yours. Slash purpose, um, slash desire, slash goal. What is it? Or it just looks at you like, you haven't even been listening. Uh, Damon, I mean, he. He, stare, he He stares Brandis down in a way that is maybe an uncommon experience for Brandis, being someone who cannot be easily stared at for so long without having to look away. And he, he stares at Brandis and he says, Let's find out. It seemed, it seemed like there was. You, you, you turn back and you see Aurora's like shoving rocks into her pack. <laughs> Just wantonly. I mean, like, it's not, you don't even know what, she doesn't even know what she's gonna do with all these rocks, but they're so cool! Oh, the guard, the guard's full. As you move around, they have the weight that something, like, a weight that something is in them. I don't wanna, like, get into a pinch and open it, and it's like, oh, we were well, supposed to fill them! Dan, Dan will open the guard Dan. and see what's inside. Inside, Damon, I mean, this is the sort of thing that Damon can feel as much as he sees, that it is filled with the same. Uh, most pure water that is in the pool. Only now, because he has not touched the water the since he came here. Does water. he drink deeply from the gourd and uh, taste of its delicious elemental water? Or waits to see if he like implodes or something. And as he does so, he tastes the water. finest, purest water he has ever tasted in his life. Does that mean you taste nothing? Take that, Crystal Geyser. Well, this is a world where you can't really get purified water. Yeah. I think like, most water has that. urine in it. <laughs> That's and how you most water it. is mostly yeah. even magically, mostly even magically cleansed water Maybe it has does like not. A magic it tastes taste like chlorine. It. It yeah, it tastes like that. chlorine because of anyway. The magic. And as he does so, and he puts it back down, he realizes that the gourd has not lost any of its weight. <gasps> it's a perpetually heavy gourd. Oh, well it's done. Super nice water. It's awesome water. Damon, thanks the surface of the pool for the for such a valuable gift. And, and when he does so, he notices something. Oh. He did not see before, for it was camouflaged in the water itself. There appears to be a rectangular shape uh, of water that has washed up uh, onto the shore. A water Brandis cube? Doesn't take this over out, but we just sort of got just... So he's one step ahead of everyone else. grabs a branch. Damon doesn't fear the elements in this and, place and, and approaches without hesitation. When he reaches down to grab it, he Pokes. feels that it is solid. And as he lifts it up, the water pours off. And left behind is a book. Ooh. It's a book. What is the book? What's it written in? I don't know. Open it. I, I examined this it, book. Open it, open it, open it. It feels wet. It feels like he's holding water, although it has become more solid and, uh, and opaque. There, it, it still flows, and as you move it around, it is as if it, uh, it is as if the material <laughs> itself sloshing uh, sloshes around in his hands. That's open cool. It, open as Damon opens it. the book, it is written, written in? in a language and series of symbols that he finds familiar, but is not immediately Code. recognized. You're holding it upside down. Turn it upside uh, down. Huh? Um, Damon uh, says it is. It is something that I. It's, it's, it begs familiarity, but I I cannot put my finger on it. And, and it, just even saying that uh, makes him realize that it is written in the uh, in the arcane language and formulas 
that rituals are written in. Ah. Woohoo! Brenna says, was your purpose to find this book? Sweet. <laughs> Damon, like, waits for a second and goes, no. Nope, still have stuff to do. I want to help you out, but I really don't know what direction we're going. Damon says, we clearly have more book? people to find before, before the, the end game ladies? is revealed. Uh, uh, Damon, uh, a big mead would have been way better. Uh, almost instinctually grabs onto the book as if expecting Ren to come tear it out of his hands, uh, and kind of looks. But Ren is Ren is uh, strangely has a strange sense of propriety in this particular occasion. No, he's either absent or or he will grab the book. Or he will grab the book. That is what Ren. Break his little fingers. Very well. Break his fingers. So <laughs> Ren gets wide-eyed and uh, and just sort of reaches out, but a little bit holds back. So Dam kind of reacts in that way, but then turns it over to his friend to uh, to I- examine. Unless there's anything that came clear once I once I read it. Uh, it is the, the the language of the arcane is uh, is pretty foreign to Damon. You know, it's had enough troubles to kind of recognize and see it, but I mean, it's like looking at you know it's calculus. Like, oh, that's Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you basically go, oh, I know that. That's complicated math. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Damon overcomes his connection to this place and uh, and uh, some of the uh, some of the powerful sentiments that he has been experiencing. And relinquishes the, the book to Ren, who uh, I would imagine eagerly grabs it with the uh, a, a, a much more uh, a much more familiar and useful uh, 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 whatever gaze or understanding of what it is. Or looks very pleased. Yeah, and damn, it is awesome. He's feeling spectacular. He well, was enjoying the beauty of the place. He's. Enjoy he says that loud. He says, "I am glad to have come here." Grace is looking around. Everyone yeah, smiles at him. If I could do watercolors, I would do one of this place. But I can't. Do one of this place, Caitlin. <laughs> I'll talk to it later. Yes. Yeah, why don't you All right. I'll talk. I'm just. I'm enjoying the moment. Uh, and uh, with that, Damon says, "He looks. He looks at, at his companions um, with more thanks and and gratitude, and maybe more connection. I mean." Damon's kind of a flighty fellow and often doesn't linger enough time to even have a conversation, but he looks at you guys with some even, with maybe some deeper gratitude than he has in the past, and he says, I thank you for for our time together and understand more fully that it is important for me to stay with you. He says, let me know if I may serve you in any way. He says, but but, but I'm finished at this with this place. Perhaps we have more matters uh, more things to attend to, more pressing matters to attend to, and never yes. enter. Just Let us portal! Brains is just happy because I feel yeah, like I mean, most I mean, of what I mean, we've learned I mean, about Damon, like you brought this up a little bit ago, most of what we learned about Damon has been like observing him and him doing like crazy wind stuff, and, like we're climbing up the mountain and he's pissed and he like makes a huge crater and all this, and it's like no one's been like, Damon, what tell makes me about you tick? it. What, ma- what makes Damon? Inside the Actors Guild, Damon. Yeah, my when I swing long. my blades, I think of killing babies. And everyone's like, oh, God. God, God damn, we should have months ago. All right, so you guys leaving the grove. Well, maybe well, not. We, we can probably just here. cast it right there. We got, oh, the Skyclave? It's nice and protected in there. Yeah, let's see. Maybe, Skyclave maybe. is basically well, on our way. He says, the rest of your party members who's traveling with you, which is whoever you want to travel with, but always has to be Frida. Yeah, yes. Frida. 
It's us, Ren, and Frida. Frida's out. Kala and uh, she hung out uh, back out at the edge of the oasis. Oh, okay. Go back I thought it was most prudent to keep a watch. Yeah. We will go back to Frida. We go to the bathroom. Right now? Yeah. Well, in a sec. Uh, I'm not like Lincoln. I'm not going to hold for start, 45 minutes for the hell of it. As you start heading out, you hear a loud whistle. Yep. Like, like, like Frida whistling? Like Yes, you recognize it. She has used to get your attention before. Okay. Okay. Good. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a whistle like... Charge! A bomb dropping. <laughs> or, no. Not the sound of a bomb dropping, the sound of Frida whistling as if to get your attention. Okay. She has it. I he look picks up the pace. in the direction of the wh- whistle. Well, you're in the yeah. oasis. I uh, still look. I, the I, I, All right, he picks up the pace, and it's the yeah. first to emerge from the cover. Okay. Frida looks back, and she says, someone approaches. Come into the uh, oasis. You so they can see. Just one? He doesn't see very much, but he rolls twice. Yeah, he sees much he more. Sees much more. Uh... He goes, Whoa. Oh wait, 10 38. 38. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being able to f- see much more clearly than Frida can, uh, although you are both thing. human and don't have dark vision. Uh, I always gotta lay that in, don't you? Yeah. Or is it is it dark? Yeah, dark. Yeah. Anyway, um. No, the light or dark. But you can see a figure riding towards mm-hmm. you on a one? horse. Who? Just one guy. Just one guy. He is riding in Into a full the oasis. gallop. If we hide, then we can maybe. Uh, Keeper? He says there's enough of us. Well, that's why I'm going through them. He draws his bow and waits for him to approach. The others emerge out. As the man draws close, he does not get extremely close. Uh, Appears to be a man who understands how to approach a uh, wary group group of uh, people with weapons. And such an hour in the high desert. He says, he says, I bring word from the gypsy queen. Sweet! No. Damon doesn't know what left with if these are good or ill words. What's up? Her relationship says, with her was tenuous. Ryan says, I think she wants to betray us again. We have stuff never got with her that's past ours. He says, I request to approach. Brandon's yelling, grab it! Yes, I also grabbed it. He rides forward. Brandon says, I can kill him better when he's next to me. He stops close to you and he says, the Gypsy Queen has learned of your recent deeds. Yeah, she and everyone else. He says, she anticipates a good relationship with you would be most beneficial in the future. And as such, she brings a parting gift. It's a Brent tracking says, device. Don't take it. Yeah, Brent doesn't say anything. He goes... Emma says, perhaps the relationship could be best maintained were she not to sell information At that a she has learned. Of our whereabouts or anything we might have done during our time at uh, at Orville Tire, perhaps. <laughs> we're, we're all snarky to this guy. This yeah, guy's we're snarky. Like, this guy. This guy's like not even. No, snarky would be chopping off a finger. I will bring your Down, words to her. Downright pleasant. And you see that this is definitely one of the gypsies that you saw hanging out near her tent. Clearly, yeah. someone trusted Boy by the queen. Friend. He then holds Down out a fairly large, <laughs> uh, uh, a of fairly horses. large purse. That uh, mm. jingles as he holds it forward. And he says, "Your share from the wagon you brought back." <gasps> he says, "Plus some extra." <gasps> uh, the damn one says, "Give it here." In this manner, she showed honor. She she weighs it in her hand and can tell exactly how much money is in it and what kind of money it is. Brandis watches. Does he <laughs> leave? 
promptly, or is he like stick around for a tip or something? Is he waiting to see the bag explode? So he's like, like exploding money trick. Hugh says, uh, "Those like little snakes." I'm happy to see oh. she kept her end of the bargain. I was wondering if she would after our mishap with the guards. Aurora has dealt with much gold before, and, and can other metals. Quite immediately, tell that it is worth approximately ten thousand gold. That's mostly gold pieces. Oh, and. What? Don't write that down. A ruby. That's for Lincoln. He's not here, unfortunately. He's going to watch the podcast. So, Lincoln, we have 5,000 gold. Yes, 5,000. That's all she gave us. Your share is 1,000. He then uh, then produces one more thing. uh, A vial. And a very fancy, Aurora can tell, crystal uh, crystal vial. And with the top is an applicator. Like Hmm. an eye drop? Yeah. Like that. What is this? And he says, and a more personal gift from the queen. For? He says, she wishes that she eye drops. if and when you return, you would come deal with her. What is it? And then he hands it, and he says, he says, I am not permitted to know. He says, I expect Instruction she, manual? He says, I expect she knew you would know what to do with it. She looks at any of us. Damn it. Perfume. And then he it's just takes off on our smell. in the other direction. Damon says, Fair but not well. such as someone then would do, having go. just handed off a bomb. Some place to be away from the explosion. Damon says, under his breath, perhaps not all relations were poor in that city. He says, as I suspected up until this very minute. Brandon says, we'll find out for sure once we use whatever that is. Do we both warily turn and look at Aurora holding this at the same time? And she's like, looking at you guys, like, which one of you will I try it on first? She sees that the liquid in the vial is very, very little. Almost, uh, almost none. Looks like, uh, it looks like only enough for perhaps one application. Whoa. It's fun size. There's nothing fun about fun size. Yeah, you don't have to convince me. I've known about this advertising trick for years. Aurora and Damon agree heartily about the nature of fun size. We'll hang on to it and she uh, shakes it. Use it to when see we if think it foams or bubbles or does anything of, it of dries note. Up. It vanishes. Aurora can tell that this is uh, this is definitely uh, there is some strong magic in this. Uh, she loses in interest object. immediately <laughs> and uh, thrusts it out so that either Frida Ren. or Ren can take it. Ren takes it. It does not take long for Ren to identify and drink. This as uh, <laughs> I drops. Ah! This bottle periodically renews itself with a subtle perfume that can influence the reactions of others. Damon laughs when Ren says it. He says, "He says as if she needed any help, not even identifying Aurora, but walks off laughing because he knows What's you're going to take it." Specifically, this is called the fragrant fragrance of authority. <laughs> it is a wondrous item. God. Also known as Musk of Warlord. <laughs> fragrance Musk. of authority. God, this is familiar. So I smell. It smells like my breath. It smells like, like me. That's what I smell like after a long run. All right. Shh. <laughs> it has a daily power. Oh. Okay. Uh, it has a daily power as a standard action. You apply the perfume to yourself or an adjacent. Allies. Don't put the target, in the sh- The target gains a plus two power bonus to bluff, diplomacy, or intimidate checks. Your choice for one hour. Does that? Right. 
So it's power four. bonus. Does that That's mean it daily? stacks with um, non non power bonus? Correct. It's a daily. Because I have. And it's a daily, daily use. Cool. Interesting. After each extended mind. rest, it refills. Cool. Oh, an item bonus. I can I get an item bonus from an, uh, another item. You oh, should. Yeah. So yeah. I can get a cool. plus four. The only thing it would give you a power bonus is if it usually if it comes from my power and right. items. That's yeah. pretty rare. Item hmm. yeah. plus that give me a plus four bonus, and then I'm already so awesome. That means my my diplomacy could you be taking it then? twenty-three. Yeah. Well she'll share it with anyone else. No, 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 no. But I have my, I wouldn't my own dream. Dream. All right. All right. First of all, I couldn't compete with the smell of Brandis's armor. Well that's And with damage it was probably just wouldn't mm. stick, it would just wash right off. She ha- she has to do you, something you to couldn't overpower catch him. But <laughs> she throws it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now you get to be up close and talk to the bad guys more often. Yeah, that's exactly Look, what you want. What you're saying is total stuff. bullshit. This what kind of deodorant do you use? <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. Same as the iron shell. We, we should have like an iron Portal. Portal it up. I'm very happy that we got the uh, stuff from the gypsies because there was definitely a little bit like. Yeah. One friend. Thanks. I mean, we did uh, that kill. Makes I'll take it. Gypsies. Yeah, we killed some gypsies. I don't know if and I call like, her we friend. Killed, we killed the yeah partner. on her on her dime. On her, on her, her dime, and then we just kind of like bailed. I'm so glad as well because I would have been kicking myself and I were like, so the crap we were supposed to get later, and I would have been annoyed. And I don't have to be because we're all. It would have been a long time before we came back here. Yeah, and I know. Like, hey, remember that we sold it. Oh yeah, yeah, we spent it. Yeah, it's gone. When they this jacket, it's one jacket. So who asks around about the ritual book? Probably Damon, because... I mean, oh, well, yeah, it starts, then Damon interrupts him. Yeah, I'm like... Hey, re- so before Frida starts casting the thing... Actually, she also asks... She says... Uh, she kind of walks, uh, walks up to Ren. Ren! And says... Uh, you, hear, you hear her ask him about the... About the ritual book, and he explains to her what it appears to be just from the intro of the section. It is called the Waterborn Ritual. Targets to the Waterborn Ritual can explore the ocean's depths at length and with leisure. Up to eight creatures, including yourself if you choose, gain the ability to breathe underwater. In addition to this ability, targets can speak normally and gain a swim speed equal to their land speed. Subjects are unaffected by the cold and pressure of the deep ocean. Wow. Ritual does not negate the ability to breathe air or move on land. Equipment and possessions, such as books and scrolls, on a creature affected by the ritual, remain undamaged by the water. That's water cool. breathing, dude. A long time ago, we gotta go here. Back in Hamlet, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to go underwater. It took yeah. us a while. They were there. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm just flash, flashing oh, yeah. back to it. I now we have swim training. And we can go to the ocean's depths. And we can go to the ocean's depths. That's, That's really the bottom. I don't want well, to go to the Do you know what stuff is down there? How long is it last? Like, Doom Islands down there. Oh, Doom Islands. Fucking quite a while. People. No, it doesn't 15 mean minutes. People breathe them accidentally into its vent. <laughs> it lasts wow. uh, eight minutes. Oh, man. What? I'm just kidding. It lasts. What's the casting time? Um, Ten. <laughs> between four hours and two days, depending on the check result. Oh, wow. Four, Forty and higher is two days. I think Ren's uh, a good roll of Ren's is typically between thirty and thirty-nine, but which would be sixteen hours. You could also cast it. We could live underwater below. forever while you're under. Yeah. Uh, Not that I would want yes, to. Yes, you certainly could uh. cast it to extend it while underwater. What's uh? What's the cost? Uh, eight hundred and fifty gold. Oh, 
So that's, we're all in agreement, right? We need to spend 10,000 gold this session and not tell Ren about that, that one, right? Wasn't we're, we're all in agreement? 10,000 gold, it's time for somebody to get some new armor. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ren needs some armor. Oh. Huh. Needs a 680 we could wrap <laughs> it all up and put a little bow on it. Say, like, okay, we spent all your share on this. Well done. Here's a Here's the most kind of. We hope you like the bonuses. Yeah. Yeah, he needs a bunch of stuff. It's a tiny package, too. It wouldn't even be like a full size thing. Right. Oh, crap, it is children's clothes. I should put some Ooh. swords on. Which it looks probably will still fit. Alright. I actually love so, the summoning armor. Oh, the legs are it's a lot of fun. Frida asks, are we ready to go back to Skyclave? Yes, yeah, so. gives the nod. Unless you have some shortcut to somewhere closer to Neverwinter. Shortcut. He's so <laughs> she says. I'm afraid that my uh, that most of the locations I know are in the other planes. I've never been very interested in this realm. Well, I can respect that, I guess. This realm hasn't been very interested in you. She says, as you she kind like of it. nods and and looks a little sad and looks away. That's hurtful and true. <laughs> when Thanks. you look like that, it's a joke. All right. With really high diplomacy, she, I think she, you're really good at giving insults too. Yeah. Well, she she draws a line through that joke in her book. <laughs> Not funny. Yeah. Diplomacy. <laughs> yeah, she has a little calm. Took it well. Took it poorly. And she's like another check, and there's like two hundred <laughs> checks, <laughs> and like one <laughs> check for good. Yes. Well, she's not dishonest about her her joke quality. All right. Really Frida begins the ritual, but you have seen her cast one time before. Yeah. Those of you who choose to assist can do so. It doesn't; it's not necessary. The portal stays open for longer. But you're going to just have to enter it as soon as she finishes casting, anyway. So, you see slowly around on the ground, a circle starts forming and glowing and glowing. Soon, the entire area and the whole side of the grove, the, the, the oasis that you're next to, is just glowing bright as the symbols start to light up in a circle around. That you, those of you who are used to arcane symbols might recognize them as the same sequence of symbols that led to Skyclave before. And then before long, a bright light dies down, and you can see into oh, the portal room at Skyclave. Oh, yeah, we have to pay. Yeah, we have to pay the... Well, pay look, we the have a bag of gold here. In we go, back at Skyclave. Like we have a bag of gold. Don't show them Skyclave. a bag of gold. Boom. It's been a couple of... Uh, how long has it been? How long, was, how long was the travel there? Oh, calendar? A couple weeks. Uh, we arrived in Oviel Far uh, on the 3rd of Oviel Okay. So it's been over a month. Yeah, it's like been a month. Where his birthday passed with nothing happening. The travel wasn't too bad, or was it? No, it wasn't. Hi, birthday, you have some rocks. I do yeah, have rocks, rocks, and I'm happy. Yeah, Shiny it's rocks. Meth. It's meth. It's well on your way to becoming ball. a dragon. I'm good. I know. Is Aurora hoarding things? Hmm. You begin hoarding things. As you get there, <laughs> you expect to see... has had some unintended effects. You expect to see the attendants, the portal attendants that were there before collected payment, but this time you see nothing. Sweet. Day. That's a bad Is there a sign of struggle? It are is just uh, an empty room. Uh, two of the torches are still illuminated, but two of the torches have gone out as if they have burnt out. Hugh draws his bow and looks around. 
because that's not good. Ooh. He rolls a one. You can roll twice, though. He rolls and a three. <laughs> oh, no! You're out of the group. He would just come through the portal and finds himself a little still stuff. disoriented as the senses take some time to get used to the new air and the new... Dim torchlight as opposed to daylight. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brennan's definitely oh, takes the sword out. Um, but my bonus is 21, so I mean... Yeah, Brennan says... It's hard for you. Hugh, what do you see? What do your human eyes <sighs> like? <my laughs> you mean so? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I... He <laughs> comes down and says, one sec. <laughs> oh, no. Alright, what? That would be Alright, guys, come on. What are you doing? I'm Let's walk out and see saw. what's up. Do you see anything? Oh, it's just an empty room with the... Okay, okay. that's. I was waiting for his result. Yeah. Um, if that music's any... Damon moves the door. Bad, Real quick, what Yeah. What time is it? Do they close and down? And cracks it. Time? No, it's like close to dawn. Damon's going to use a stealth oh, check to try to... Close to dawn? Look out the door, well, yeah, undetected. We left at night, and we traveled all night, and then we got there. It's probably close to morning if it isn't already. Yeah. Damn gets a 22 stealth check to uh, try to peer out the door and see if you can see anything unusual in the street. In the street, here's a voice. And then you hear the voice as well. And you hear someone uh, yelling. Uh, not yelling, but speaking with authority. Someone who knows how to... Speak project their to voice. project Declaring. their voice. The voice says, Repent! The era of doom looms above us all. The shadow has brought down its wrath upon us and for our heresy and wickedness. Repent or all of a mascar shall crumble into darkness. And when he looks out, he sees that there's a crowd that has gathered around someone standing, uh, standing up on uh, a box that may have carried soap at one time. We don't uh, God. Um, we don't recognize that the voice of the guy. No. It's not like... It's not like our bard who decided more lucrative to go into... Or the potion guy. Yeah, no, you don't. Or Are there any the street urchins? Odd changes to the city or anything? Is there anything like... It looks normal otherwise... He's basically other just peering out the door right now. You gotta go outside. Well, okay. Let's get out there. Says, we'll check this out thoroughly. Thoroughly checking. So yeah, so open it up and... But... Braces. Be ready. And be casual. We don't want to look like we're. Anyone goes cool, guys. to join cool. the crowd. Yeah, join the crowd. We're Where are your surroundings? Has the city changed at all since we've left? Make no assumptions. Streetways. Uh, the most noticeable change is the crowds in the streets. You're seeing this uh, man speaking as he continues, uh, as he continues to preach to this crowd and talking about. Uh, the end of days and doom and you've seen these sorts of usually crazy people around before but now there's actually a crowd gathering uh, definitely some sort of difference so you guys gonna start walking through the city Damon says uh, let's go talk to the Stigs they're usually pretty uh, in touch with what's going on in the streets says perhaps we can figure out what's happening uh, on the way that's a good idea hmm. says, do you think people just I mean distract I mean so distracted by this guy that the people running the portal place just—I have no idea. We have no information. But if it's toying with their magical power, you know it's got to be going to the highest level. Yeah. If if the gates are not being attended, that means something's going on in the city. That's not typically a good sign. Not yeah. generally, no. As you walk through the city towards uh, refuge, uh, 
you can see that there are many groups of people. Uh, there are others on other street corners. There, you see one that is starting to gather a crowd, and he is proselytizing. Uh, that the he starts talking about mass disappearances due to the gods being angry that Hayamaskar has strayed from an ancient from its ancient and glorious ways, and that only returning to the old ways will sate their fury. You hear all sorts of different sorts of conflicting uh, rhetoric being spoken by those on the corners. And then you see a group of four of the Hayamaskari guards that are um, that speak out louder than this, uh, than this man, and they say, We shall only say this once more. Get on your way or be moved by force. You are in violation of the martial code of law. All groups of five or more must be dispersed. Are they talking to us? Uh, no, they're talking to the gra- gathering group around one of the corners. Q says, "Let's yeah, let's put a little bit of a gap yeah. between us as we walk." Um, Brandis, uh, she, she looks at Brandis like you're a guard. Yeah, as I say, Brandis um, begins rambling through his pack for his little dusty, crumpled up, pinned on guard <laughs> badge, um, safety pin on it, um, and um, it hasn't come up specifically in conversation, but. Um, as you guys, like Brandis's style, his whole outlook on life and everything like that, he really, really, really does not like doomsayers. The guy mm. shouted, he does not like the guys going up. And oh, yeah. um, he actually uh, Brandis is a defender of the fates. He he also doesn't always he, he's easily distracted kind of thing. So when we're walking as a group, when he sees like the guards are still present and leaning on these guys, he kind of gets his badge out and just starts walking that way. Or like as reaches he- towards him. As he does so, one of the men in the crowd uh, crowd turns to the Vengeance Takers, which is the name of the guards, if you recall, yes. and he shouts, Where is our Empress? Where is our protection? My own wife is taken from my arms and the government does nothing. They have failed us. They are incompetent. Down with them all. And a bunch of people pump their hands into the air and they say, Yeah! Uh-oh. And then you see the group start moving towards the Vengeance Takers as they draw their wands. Uh, the people do, or the Vengeance Takers? You see wands being drawn on both sides. Oh. Holy shit. Stop uh. using perfume. Uh. No, actually, you're the one with the badge groups, on. Say the something. The These groups are large, and you see uh. more Vengeance Takers running down, it coming towards the Vengeance Takers. It might not be why entangled in this. Good. Um, Brandis. He already pulled the badge. Yeah. Um, as his badge out, and, um... As as his part of his intimidate check, I'm not gonna do a roll for this part. Um, I'd like to aid you. Okay. Uh, or will aid as well. Isn't what's the check? One ten just half your level or something? Or Brandis uh, to aid. Oh yes. Plus uh, immediately, the closest guy who has drawn his wand, one of the the civilian people, the, the troublemakers, the hippies. Yeah. Um, Brandis, uh, part of his check. I'll roll. I'll roll first. I'm describing. Is that what I'm doing? I'll yeah. Roll. Okay. All right. So. So yeah. You you see that aid from me. And did you aid successfully? She no. did not. So, so do you get a minus, minus one, one plus two? You get a plus one. So there's thirty eight. Looks so yeah. sweet and so. Um. So Damon conjures up a gust of, of wind that seems to be coming from behind Brandis and like going towards the it crowd. It makes his hair swoosh. Um. So Brandis, so what he does is, uh, the first, the closest guy that is drawn his wand, he grabs the guy's wrist and and smashes into the arm, breaking the guy's arm. Okay. Describe the, your. Um, say yeah. Describe your uh, the 
causing the crowd to to disperse at the at the site of um, okay okay of course um yes he does that and as the guy whatever falls on the ground going ah um he says um the next attempt to take a step closer to the vengeance takers gets twice that all of you back to your homes in his booming voice what was your what was your total check it was uh, 38 woohoo Broke a guy's arm. <laughs> the man whose arm was broken just falls to the ground, screaming as other people back away from him. And you see them moving in different directions. It appears that this uh, that this quick uprising has been quelled for now. The man speaking on the corner, you see, is no longer uh, standing there. He disappeared into the crowd. This particular corner, Brandis, with his badge, but kind of like you know, obscuring his actual rank. Um, <laughs> Goes over to the vengeance takers and says, "There was a, um, there was a group assembling back there, and you, um, and your men may want to stay grouped together. It looks like things are going south quickly." So they look at him and they say, "They say going south." He says, "I thank you for your assistance, brother. Enough bloodshed has happened this week." Um, bloodshed. Baron says, um, "This week, I've been off duty. What bloodshed? I just got here. Speak clear." He. <laughs> The man says, "How long have you been in town? Where?" He says, <laughs> "He says, he says, he says, you are not authorized to be off duty." He says, "All vengeance takers uh, have been called to arms. It is martial law." Brennis, uh, says, "I was outside the town and only just returned. I need an update." He says, "He says, you if I have he says, go to the barracks, get your orders." He says, Brandis, "We will I. check into this group," and they start marching down the. Brandis uh, just starts walking towards the barracks. Uh, I thought we were going to refuge. No, no, Brandis should go to the barracks. Fine. I mean, Gavin turns and says, "Who's going with? Who's going with Brandis? Someone should go with him." Uh, I'll go be walking fast because I've got a head You're start. Going with him? I'll go with him. So he says, uh, "We'll meet at the at the same uh, at the same inn later on where we stayed before." Okay. And then he see he looks at Aurora and uh, and and Ren. It's the wandering owl. And says, uh, "I just remember drunken stick." That's something wench. Yeah, I don't a, know. He says, "Let's go check on the." There sticks. were drunk people there. We'll find it. Yeah, there can't be many. So we're okay. going to we're going we'll to Stigsville. New Stigland. Stigland. Oh, and that guy with the broken arm is still just on the ground. Stigland. Everyone dispersed in opposite directions. Stigland. Muy Stigland. Exactly. He actually had Oscarpurus. All right, those of you heading towards refuge, see many sights along the way. As you, uh, um, as you move through the residential districts, you see many groups of people in the streets. Some they're uh, banding together, saying something must be done, and you see other clashes with uh, vengeance takers just finishing up. As you come around the corner, at one point you see a bolt of lightning appear right as you round the corner, striking into a man as he falls down onto the street, dead. As Several people run away, and you see a vengeance taker's uh, vengeance taker's staff as he pulls it back and uh, mm. and just yells. And he says, "He says, go back to your homes. Keep walking. This is starting to get Keep walking. tense. It's kind of a cool idea. Magic using cops. You see many people sure in doorways, just uh, in, uh, most likely of their homes, just sitting there staring blankly out." Uh, forward, and as you pass, they don't even take notice of you or, an- or anyone else. Does this kind of thing, and they don't even uh, don't even respond. And then a few seconds after you do that, they kind of look to where you were, but you had already moved on. 
Damon starts to pick up the pace. He is getting a very queer kind of feeling from uh, all this going on. Almost, even though, even though uh, High Mascar is in this uh, the southern part of the continent and and towards the the a warmer climate, he feels kind of like a chill, kind of a, kind of a chill air going on. Uh, through this, throughout the, the his uh, journey through the city, it's it just seems like the whole place has kind of gone dark and cold. Or like is is really disturbed by these like weird people, um, and she makes a quick heel check to see what's going on with them. And plus heel twenty three. Aurora, um, Aurora can tell pretty quickly that these uh, these people sitting in their doorways are clearly on some sort of drug. Wow. Mm. I, I would have thought they were in shock. From the drugs. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it does. That, that gives her the creeps. I mean, she doesn't know exactly what it is, but these are clearly just people sitting there high, not aware of their... Uh, but they not don't aware. look like they're enjoying themselves at all. Apparently. They just look... They just look baked. Removed. Yeah, removed. They are not really aware. I mean, she comes up to kind of inspect them and like kind of look at their eyes and stuff, and they're she tries not even. They're not even noticing. They're Shines the light. No, nope, Apathetic to their uh, no to their one surroundings. Jumping yeah, keep pace walking. Yeah, going to refuge with greater hustles. with greater focus and hurry. Brandis. I'm continuing to the barracks. You get to the barracks. He was following. Um, do we see similar thing? The general feel of the places we're going, does it look like the uh, burgeoning riots? Are they uh, overpowering the guards, or is it pretty much even, or are the guards quelling stuff? The You're seeing that guards are, uh, I mean, they're barely keeping order, but um, but there you, you see many violent outbreaks along the way, ones that you're not quick enough, they're quick enough to, uh, to put an end to. Um, How violent are we talking here? I mean, is it like police brutality level, or are they killing I mean, people? As I described before, you know, you don't see another one kill someone, but there's definitely uh, open, uh, powerful spells being flung around every once in a while. Hmm. Uh, is is martial law barracks force is the um, order. and pounds on the door in an orderly fashion. The door in soldierly fashion. slides open. And he says, "Identify." Um, did I use my name? Sergeant, yeah, I just used my normal Sergeant name. Sergeant Lieutenant. Yeah, when I joined the guard. First I, class. I didn't, we didn't have like You did. Yeah. Brand says, um Quackle. Brandis! Brandis! Reporting for duty. Um I've been on I've been on leave and only just returned. What's the situation? Sergeant. He, he shuts the thing for a moment and he says, uh he says Your temporary guard status has been revoked. He says, uh he says None of you hirelings are uh, are working with the guard right now. He says, "Return to your home," and then shuts the door. Shuts the oh. little thing. Brandis, um, pounds, pounds on, the, pounds broke on broke it again. Kidding me? Um, <clears throat> pounds on it again, to, and prepares the die roll for the door opening. <laughs> the, he opens a little slot again. Um, and um, is going to do an intimidate check. All right. It's a 20 total. Um, and Brandon says, um, Soldier, you men need all the help you can get. Now, what's going on here? He's, uh, what, what, was, his, what was the result? 20. He says, he says, 
I appreciate your enthusiasm, but we cannot risk it. We've had uh, we've had citizens stealing badges of uh, of killed guards, attempting to uh, attempting to break in and cause havoc. He says he says right now full time guards only. How do I become a full time guard? He says you will be the most help if you return home. Turn around, muttering, muttering. I'll do it Stay myself. indoors. <laughs> Take this city back by force. Um, like Batman. And Brennus just just. I mean, as a man of his age would, turns around and grumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, which uh, direction are you guys going to head to? Let's head to the tavern that we said we'd meet at. Okay. Alright, you guys are continuing to head to Refuge, which you get to. Uh, it's just you two, right? Uh, yes. Um, Damon runs up past the door that's hung loose in a jar, I assume. Frida's with you as well. Okay, cool. When you get to Refuge, you don't see Stig's around. Do I see evidence of Stigs? Um, the greatest evidence of Stigs is the decrepit house that you had seen before. Slingshots and candy wrappers. He says, or, but this time when you reach the old Stig house, it is nearly completely collapsed. Barely even a room still standing. It is hard to tell if this house was demolished or just a natural evolution of the way the Stigs were living in Enjoyed it. to death. At any rate... Uh, you do not see any of the children in this area. I am going to no do a... Refuge itself feels like a ghost town. Yeah, I want to do a perception check to try to find a stig All right. in the area. So, I'm going to do... It's going to be a 31 perception. You don't see a 1. All right. Uh, he turns to Aurora and he says, uh, he says, these, these, uh, he said, these, these doomsayers remind me a lot of the, of the cults you were talking about, where, that were ex- uh, using, that were feeding upon the uh, lower classes' pain. He says, perhaps should we pay that, we should pay them a visit before we head back to the, to the, uh, she, she looks, she looks around and she says, they would have been here. He says, this is where the, the cult was operating? She nods and she says, yeah, they were, they were using the poor in some way. Uh, they would have been, and she kind of gestures to the area where they had been, so that uh, if, yeah. if they're still here, I don't know where they would be. He says, well, he says, other than... Other the than, smacks of wrongdoing, though, and yeah. I agree with you there. Other than checking on our, our merchant friend, he says, I don't, uh, he says maybe, we, maybe we best link up with the others. You want to check check with him on our way to the yeah. tavern? He seems like stern. Yeah. He says, I feel like we need to speak with someone of confidence to find out mm-hmm. who's rounding up the Stigs. Because I can't think of any other reason they would they would abandon their their one refuge here. Right. You know how bad Lincoln's going to feel if the crazy drug everyone's using is that potion that that guy's selling? For sure. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> let's go swing by the. Let's go swing by the place. <laughs> so, where are you headed to? We're gonna roll by our our uh, proprietor, our our small our small business investment. As you Special start guys. heading towards, you see that um, that some women apparently uh, were following you and now come up. You see uh, multiple weeping women who walk up to you and they say, please. and one of them says, "Please, please, our children." Uh, attempts to calm them. With a uh, 29, the 29 diplomacy check to chill, chillax, uh, ladies, please. Despite One Aurora's best efforts, they are just, uh, they continue to be hysterical oh. as more come 
And they say, you are, you are the heroes from before. He says, you must help us. What's wrong? Daniel says, quiet. Where are the children? Uh, more and more people start coming, making it hard for you to move. And as you try to get some distance, they get closer and closer. They just start grabbing you and grabbing your clothing. Damon, and like, one of them says, my husband, he was taken. Well, Damon knows Aurora is not going to go down to this crowd, but no way. he flies up out of it and like perches on like a nearby like. Uh, she looks up at you with big kind eyes. Kind of like lantern fixture okay. for like the the magical lighting, and just yells at the crowd. And he says, he says, Intim- quiet everybody. Intimidate check. Oh, well, intimidate check for sure. Go for it. It's going to be twenty-two. Yeah. As he says this, his voice comes out and almost picks up into a sort of uh, uh, a musical tone as he says it. His voice washes over the crowd and you hear uh, you hear a loud noise as if coming from a musical instrument wash over the crowd as the entire crowd just disperses in every direction. And you see someone that you recognize there, Cusio the Bard. Cusio! Uh. As you see him holding his lute and he says... Uh, I he didn't says, know you could do that. <laughs> He says, forgive them, heroes. He says, for they act out of despair and desperation. All is not as well as when you last visited. He says, come, come. Damon hops down and says, they're not to be blamed. He says, but this is madness. He says, says, yes, yes, that is is a good word for it. He says, uh... Let's get out of here. I don't want to get mobbed again. He says, come, we, we, uh, we directed our companions to, uh, one of the local taverns. He says, uh... Hope that the gods is still standing. Are the taverns okay? Please tell me the taverns aren't hurt. He says. He says the tavern would not be a place for you that may be recognized to go to. But he says you've already seen. But our friends are going there, so we gotta meet up with them. Awesome. Damon <laughs> thinks for a second, but he, <laughs> Damon thinks for a second. He says. Uh, he says, perhaps. He says perhaps we know uh, an aristocratic family in, in uh, the wealthier district. He says. Would that be a place uh, where we a might be able location? to... Yeah, a safer location. He says, perhaps, for now, he looks around as the women... You see, the women that um, kind of dispersed, and now you see it was uh, mostly women, but several men as well. They're just kind of wandering aimlessly, as if not un- under their own control. He says, quickly, it will wear off soon. And he just points to one of the um, buildings that just looks abandoned right here, and he says, he says, let us, uh, let us speak. All right, then. Damon, meanwhile, gets on the talking stone and says, Hugh, Brandis, are you there? Yeah, you guys just you left guys the barracks. You guys are being mobbed by nope. a boy. And he says, uh, we're going to change our plan. He says, apparently, uh, he says, the, the, the people here are hysterical. Um, it, it wouldn't be a good idea to uh, to go to the tavern. We run into our old friend, Cusio, the bard. He says, uh, he says uh, meet us. Uh, start heading towards the uh, the merchant district and see if you can make uh, contact with our, our potion maker. Says perhaps that will be uh, a safe place to stand. We shouldn't go to the tavern. What? Oh. <laughs> Take, uh, get it to I go. What's the road? Yeah, yeah. You just left the barracks. <laughs> One wine skin, please. One, please. Um, yeah. One, please. Let's head All right. To, uh, we'll head to the merchant district then. Yeah. Uh, take care of yourselves. Don't. I don't want to hear. I don't want to kill too many of your bodies. Oh. Yeah. What's What's the stone we found on their corpse? Cusio seems to have the ability to. <laughs> Deal with situations without murder. He may be able to learn us a thing or two. Intriguing. Yeah. We must learn more. The person says witchcraft. Yeah. Musical instruments doesn't even have, met- have any metal in it. 
Seriously, I can't. I can't see a cutting surface. You could bludgeon with it. How do you get people to do what you want them to do without killing them? A little bit of this. A little bit of this. A little bit of. Then. Yes. Whoa! Epic drink. Crucio the Bard brings you into that room. And he says, uh, he says, much has changed since you were last here. It's putting it mildly. Says, it has been no more than two months. He says, he says, in that time, he says, people have started to disappear in mass. People, people? He says, everybody, men, women, children. He says, all of the orphans. All the stings? He says, uh, he says, he says, yes, nobody knows the cause, but it is caused hysterica, uh, hysteria. It's hysterica. It's hysterica. Damon turns away. He can't hear it anymore. It makes him too furious. He's trying to restrain himself. I've whirled there, right? He says, you must leave. There is no good to come of you being here. I don't think we're there yet. Um, maybe we leave the stone on. Is coming to the, the merchant room? district? Oh, uh, we're, you were uh, going to go check we out were, the potion. We were selling refuge. I just... I just Directed you to another place that might have been better. Oh no, I thought you. I thought we had all. You, you can just come to us, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, we'll you, guys, you guys are there. You guys are coming to us. Yeah, fine. You guys are all there. Right. Okay. Um, now you can be angry with us too. Brandon says, "What? What's what happening? What? Did something change, or is this just?" Well, Davis says, "Brandon, uh, he says, uh, one second. He says, it seems like the people are complaining and crying out for something to be done. What has been tried?" Uh, well, why? Why are they? Why are they not given any sort of uh, hope for uh, for uh, um, for retribution or for or recovery? Brandon slams his fist on the table and says, "They revoked my badge status." <laughs> he says, "It is rumored that the Empress is distressed and weakened due to the disruption. Um, it has caused her aides to worry that she may die before naming a successor." He says, "This these rumors alone." He says. I don't know if they are true, but this is what people speak of. He says, he says there are rumblings of a possible power struggle among some of the less honorable magistrates in her inner circle. He says, many, many worry that this is Deepa Mascar's doing. Yeah, Deepa Mascar. Have says, some revelations with He Deepa says, Mascar everybody then? says that the portal to Deepa Mascar oh. was closed some time ago. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, we heard about that. That was a while ago. But why would they kidnap? Dim says. He says he's, he's, he's been recruiting people. Maybe now he's getting a little bit more active in his recruiting. He says, uh, "Thank the gods that we were able to save the keeper." But it seems that the price has been steep. Uh, a city for his life. A full of a bunch of stigs. Stigs keeper. Um, you see that Frida has been walking around in this house, kind of checking all the windows and doors. And uh, and she looks to Brandis and she says, "Do you have extra wood in uh, in the portal?" I says, "Some." She says, "Good." And then she sits down, and you see her uh, casting a very familiar ritual to open up the portal once again. What are you up to, Frida? She says, "I will create it here, but uh, you should bar the windows and doors." Ah, with That's your wood. Take apart my cabinet. <laughs> Just a little bit. Damon, uh, Damon yeah, seems upset, so and he, he just kind of like lets out kind of a, uh, 
a cry of kind of despair. He just goes, ah! And he kind of hides his face and he says, he says, what? How can we How can we travel halfway across the Faerun to Neverwinter? He says, when when Skyclave is faced with pandemonium. He says, there's, there's not time. everywhere. Chris doesn't really respond. He does not know of your, uh, no, of your mission. Aurora looks very concerned, but, but kind of is trying to, to keep her composure. She's, she's similarly upset, but... He turns to, uh, to Brannis and then to Ren, and he says, he says, I, I, I feel like we, we cannot leave this place until we know, know more about, the uh, the, uh, the perils that, that yeah. high mask our face. He says, you must, you must find a way to, to re-enter the guard. He says, oh, oh Ren, you know, make make some sort of contact with the magistrates. He says we need to know how how quickly the the, the kidnappings are increasing, or or and then he starts looking around. And he says perhaps we can find something, Kala, and just kind of like he's just like mind is just jumping all over the place. He's kind of spinning a little bit out of control. Uh, Aurora, see, seeing this, put, puts a, a steadying hand on his shoulder, and she says, "Relax, remember your training." Well. We'll, we'll figure out a plan, but we have to think of it <laughs> calmly and collectively. So take a breath. He breathes. Furnish thinks, as they really didn't seem like they... She says, who, who can we talk to to get re- you reinstated? Is there anyone? Can we go up the well, chain? Since they just don't want any temporary, you know... Them, people right now, and then we'll help them regardless. Well, perhaps I can gain an audience with someone in the upper echelons if I'm I, I effective. Don't I don't know. In I mean, my diplomacy. Well, we have our objective. I mean, we want to find out what's going on, but we do. We want to help Amaskar stabilize if we can. Deep Amaskar. Damon says to uh, uh, what was what's the bar's name again? Sorry, Cusio. He says to Cusio. He says. Uh, he says there are, there are like shouts of uh, of martial law in the street. Who is uh, who is in command of uh, of the of the city for the time being? Who is supervising the the, the guard in this in this endeavor? So it sounds like the the queen is not in direct command or in direct control. He names the head guard of Skyclave. Um, and then and Damon says he says perhaps which I do have a name. Perhaps we can entreat uh, this man for for an audience or or. or or at least to offer an explanation. A, offer, yeah, offer some sort of services to him. He says if, if the, the crisis truly draws, uh, draws to climax, then just use our our who we are as a as an in as an in saying, listen, we you know we've been here before. We've been around. We're on our way. We're going to go to High Mascar. He says perhaps perhaps this is the time to be to to, to, to talk to them of a wrath. He says. Who knows what they know or suspect, but he says well, if, if have the situation is so dire, we may not get another chance Arad's to say anything. Can you sense magic here? Uh, I mean, last time I checked here, I don't You've know if it's really changed. Been really into that, so I'm no, I'm, no, no. I I'm think that that's legit, that but like in a mascara, oh, I will do it. But like in a mascara, it's just there's magic everywhere, mm-hmm. so like I would, I would have to have, have a, very a, well. yeah, well, um, or I would have to have an idea of like Focus this thing, thing, that thing. Yeah. So if you have an idea of something, I can. Well, the Stig place was obviously hit by these uh, abductions, perhaps going back there and specifically looking at maybe the house and trying like to that. sense a rat's magic around that place, which wouldn't be particularly magical normally. Right. Also, Stigs my fear magical. is, I don't know oh, what yeah. you're talking about gaining an audience. 
this seems like a time when no one's going to be. They're not going to be listening to anyone. I mean, yeah. they're the door Perhaps they get like, entreated by a ton of people all the time. That's yeah. Yeah, that's Hugh's worry. That I mean, we, we could say yes. We're a bunch of people. We're going to try and get an audience. We suspect it's a wrath's doing. And they say, "Who's a wrath? What's your proof? What's your evidence? Do we have any evidence we no. could give?" No. So all we can say is, "Hey, here's some advice. Take it or leave it. It may not be worth anything because our word isn't really good." But we also have any advice anything productive. Yeah. Like I mean, they, you could say we might know who might be causing this problem. Someone who is perhaps abducting them. We don't know how or. But we can't. We can't help them with with just that information. Either we, if we know of, of actually an objective of something that we can do, I say we do it. Otherwise, I think we may want to consider going to Deep Mascar now before this gets any worse. Though Deep Mascar mm-hmm. takes. But there's also the a prince. Long and the time prince. To I mean, the prince is also. We've done all that work to find him in there. They know he's a Neverwinter. I mean, we could lose both if we change our course now, which is why it's so crushing to have to, to change course. One is, Damon follows Aurora's suggestion and returns to the steakhouse stealthily. Someone, you hear a knocking come from outside of the, uh, of the door you're, uh, of the room you're in. That's the house. currently getting boarded up. Is there yeah. a... Yeah, it's not getting boarded up yet. She's still casting her room. And uh, who goes someone there? Says, someone says, "Please, I must speak to you. I have information." He says, "Damo says, speak your name." She says, "My name is Riva." Riva. Damon's cracked. Damon cracks the door now. No. Okay. Damon cracks the door. Is it one woman? Yes. Greeted with the uh, sight of a uh, pink-skinned woman with large horns. Hmm. A typhoon or a tiefling, depending on your pronunciation. Damon uh, allows her passage with hand on weapon. She comes in, she says, I know who you are. He uh, shuts the door behind her and he says, he says, uh, speak, we are in conference. She says, she says, my daughter, she, uh, she told me to, to seek, uh, seek you out and pass on the information that she gave to me. Who's your daughter? She says, uh, she says, "My daughter claims to have been at uh, at an academy that you seek." Oh, he says. He says, "Continue." <laughs> Go on. Damn, he says, "Continue." She says. She says, "Everybody knows of it. The academy. It is invite only." She says. Uh, she says, she says "My daughter went there. She was invited." She says, and then she escaped. He says, "Hugh, insight check. You should be honest." Yes. Uh, 23. Anyone else? I'll sense any deception. Okay. Damon says, uh... He kind of scoffs and he says, he says, all this speaking of invitation to this place. He says, no one is invited to a place and then is forced to escape. He says, uh, he says, speak quickly. He says, what you claim, uh, uh, is, uh, he says, uh, comes to my ears as if it were an impossibility with all that I have, uh, heard of this, of, of this place. She says, uh, she says she spoke frantically and then, uh, and then left to head to Deepamaskar. I fear the worst. Why would she go to Deepamaskar? She was saying something about needing proof. What did she say to pass on to us? Yeah. She said, uh, she said that the, uh, um, she remembers you from when you were here many, many months ago 
that you had made inquiries into the man who runs the academy. Arath. She says, yes, that was the name. Hmm. What did she... Says he, uh, she said that he is using forbidden magic. She says, and, and uh, what, what proof does she seek to prove what? She says, she said the proof would lie in deep Amaskar. She says, if she could get the proof, it would, uh, it would rally the people that, that, uh, that these problems would stop, that they would know, uh, that they would know who their enemy is. Did she mention what kind of proof was there, or was she just... She said, uh, she says that, um, she says, she said it was, uh, that it was, uh, ancient, uh, deep Amaskari magic. The magic that is banned from these lands. Hmm. The magic that brought the end many millennia ago. Gentlemen, uh, kind of sits a little forlorn, he says, he says, we would help your daughter, we would have her name, but I fear it will... We, we, are, we are not in a position to aid her. He says, the path to Deep Amaskar is long and dangerous. He says, we have, uh, we have other obligations related, related to this madness. And our, and our course is set. He says, we aim to stop the man that your daughter seems to fear the worst of. Fear. Fear. To fear. Um, that, if this, if that this girl is has been to the academy, though. She's already she up. could have information How well long beyond... How ago was um, this? Crew portal. Frida has finally opened the portal and she kind of scowls at you as she looks at this woman and looks at her portal. <laughs> and then uh, and then she just stands up and she says, she says, no! No? Uh, no what? She looks around and she just says to the woman, Wait outside! Uh, there's Frida. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Darren says, I'll escort her. Yeah. Okay. If there's, if there's nothing else, we, we got to talk. Take a chill pill, we girl. We got to powwow. Uh, Darren will escort this lady. You guys powwow. Okay. Let's continue powwow. As soon as she exits the room, Frida says, Frida says, we cannot go to Deepa Mascar. We have to get the prince. Brandon uh, says, this is a group decision. This, says, Thank you for your input. city is tearing itself apart, and I think it will happen quickly. Hmm. My fear is that our time-sensitive things are either deep in Mascar or hit the prince. By the time we're done with the prince and heading back here, we'll probably need to head to that festival. Yeah. She says, if he gets the prince, he will have the planar observatory. Oh, that's right. She's she says, he will destroy it! We don't know that. What is the planar She says, Really? Doesn't the planar observatory? Well, do you know that? Doesn't the planar observatory? What does that get us? Doesn't that give us a, 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 a date? definite? Yeah, it yeah. gives us a definite. She but, says but it gives change. him a date. Brennan says, but that doesn't stop him from doing it. She says, without the date, he doesn't know when he can perform the ritual. Okay, what's our timeline question? Um, so the, just to kind of put stuff down there, the tournament is how far away again? Five and a half Five and a half months. months. How long does it take to get to Deep Mascar? Deep Mascar? From Skyclave. From Skyclave? Yeah. Well, there's, there's, a, there's an entrance the in the mountains, mountains over there. And then Before, I remember the number being though. something absurd, like it takes six months or something to get to Deep Mascar. Like is that right? Uh, I have that information here. I'll get it up for you while you guys discuss. Because, I mean, that's... Logistics is kind of part of it. 
That's the thing is, I think that if we go to Deeper Mascar, which I think is a very... I really want to go to Deeper Mascar, but I think if we go to Deeper Mascar, we might lose out on the... On, we could lose the Prince. The Prince could be gone, and the festival will be over before we even get to Deeper Mascar. The trip is expected to take four months... One way. Four months. That's still not enough time to do both before the. But isn't there a way to get back? We can get uh, back can with freedom. Back. That's but right. we can't get. Let's let's say it takes one second to do what we need to do there. That gives uh, us a month and a half to get to this place, which is over this way. Well, we, we, right? we can, ETA. We can never winter from where we are. We can port back uh, to Skype. It's all the way it's hard to say. It depends on how you get there. We can port back to Skype. It's over land, but you have to figure out uh, a method. The quickest way traditionally is to take a ship across the feet, the sea of the fallen, fallen stars. stars. And then where is Neverwinter? Yeah, we know how well that went. Neverwinter yeah. is way the hell up there. Well, you guys also went on a, uh, a fairly untraveled, very dangerous thing. This would be a common shipping route. Actually, you can take the sea from. Is this a you river? You end up in Cormier. Oh. Is this a river? Cormier? And we could take a river all the way to the coast and then. Cormier's up. awesome. We could probably contract uh, not a ship. You would go to Cormier. We could probably contract up. like a, a vessel of the Empire of Cormier, which what? would be like much Aren't more heavily guarded. You know? This almost looks like a we had kind of like a lone merchant. So yeah, I'm no. sure there doesn't are have the defense of an empire at its back. I'm sure there are fairs be between Skyclave and Cormier. That makes sense. So it comes down to saying, "What's at risk?" In the meantime, Damon continues to talk with Riva outside and. Asks her if there is any known place in the city that, um, or any place that has been identified as free of uh, of uh, the influences of these kidnappings. Uh, who do you ask, Riva? I- I'm outside with Riva. Oh, they talk inside. She says, "I do not know. I've been keeping my head in my house. It is dangerous out here for a woman like me." He asks her if she has any magical training herself, or if her daughter is the only. Uh, she says, "We are a family of accomplished mages." He said, can I entrust you with a task? He says, uh, he, he, uh, he teaches, uh, he, he tells her that he has been trying to, attempting to track uh, the magical effects uh, and, and use of magic by this known Arath. He says, for he's, he was someone I knew, um, I, I knew as a friend previously. He says, if I, if I, if I teach you the, uh, the art of divining uh, his use of magic, could you be on the lookout or attempt to determine the use of his magic here in Skyclave? She says, I could do what I can, but I I do not want to walk around. I, I must stay in my home. She says, it was risky for me to come even here. He says, says, you saw that crowd that came after you, and she says, looks around. But clearly you are brave, for you did come. He says, I would entrust this to you that you may find someone who can who can look or do so yourself. He says, like, I, we, I fear my friends and I will not be able to stay. And uh, and someone needs to... Uh, needs to um, Look out for the, the or or observe the progress of uh, Arath's devilish work here in Skyclave. Hmm. She says, "Teach it to me, and I will see what I can do." But I make no promises. So he uh, begins to, to commune with her and describe uh, the he different signatures over her shoulder. Mm-hmm. The figure of a man that apparently is watching him. Hmm. I'll do a perception check and see if I can recognize something. Oh, beautiful. Mm. That's 35. That's you notice like this, this man has horns. Like He's evil! Oh, wait, that's she also has horns. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're She's related. She's evil! He readies to place himself between Riva and this man, should he do something that will get him killed. 
The man is uh, in the dark, you know, in the shadows, very hard to see, but he can definitely make out large horns coming up as such. Large horns, eh? Yeah. I got a 35 perception. Anything else? The, uh, he is in complete darkness, but then he steps forward. Okay. And he starts walking briskly towards you. And then you see with the size of this man, that a brisk walk from this man is quite... I mean, it would be a run by a normal human standards. What does he look like as he steps into the light? Are you, like... Minotaur? Oh, are you quick going? Like, Hold on. As, Wait a minute, we know Minotaurs. As the Minotaurs... Uh, minotaurs are the guards outside of yeah. the guy we killed. I know you guys fought Minotaurs, so I open the door and shove Riva inside and say, Get out here! All right. He gets out, out there. With, with, a, with a hustle in your bustle. This Minotaur has a very large weapon on him, but it remains on his side and not in his hands. Oh, that's good. As yeah, he walks towards you, weapons either. He's a he says, I thought I would not see you again. The demon says, he, as he gestures to you. Is that the Minotaur who we let go in the fight? Hugh does recognize this Minotaur that as the say. Minotaur that was let go in the fight with Lurd. So, Dan's at the ready, but Hugh's talking, which usually means the fight may not end in bloodshed. He immediately drops to one knee, and he says, I seek to join you. Whoa. Whoa, what? That's pretty intense. Damon says, uh, I'm not familiar with you. He says, uh, he says, uh, for what reason do you ask this? He says, he says, you were not there, but your friends, they are mighty warriors. He says, that is certain. He says, Ever since that day, he says, I have not been able to forget that fight. You were the most magnificent warriors I had ever clashed weapons with. <laughs> he says, he says, uh, mine is the life of being a warrior, and I, I have tried, I have, I have traveled, I have seeked out, and I have not been able to be satisfied like I was that day. He says, I wish to take up arms with you. Not he says, I ask not where you go. He says, I just wish to rise, uh, to raise my weapon with you. Uh, Hugh does an insight check. Jeez, he's so disgusting. This guy's wacky. Uh, 26. We fought two stigs in a, in a cow costume standing up. He was the mentor that if you remember, as he walked out, he just said, no hard feelings, just business. <laughs> That's right. I, got, I must say, Minotaur, you seem awesome. <laughs> My thing is, it just seems weird for someone, in Dayoman's words, this awesome, to approach us and then have us just turn him away. I don't. I don't know. I mean, all right. This I don't know. It sounds, like, it it sounds like what you're saying is Brandis can't do that. This guy's awesome. I don't know if this guy will take no well. He might burst into tears. We can give no pretty and well. Cry mujus. We could, you know. But I mean, like, I'm just saying, is it Hugh is. Hugh has traveled around from town to town doing his whole adventuring thing back before he was with the group, and it's not that horribly uncommon to have some guy say, I want to go with you and go on awesome adventures! That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm making him, like, work for it. But it's like, it's like, no. Well, the other thing is, well, this we guy don't have isn't just some guy. We well, we're not anticipating guy. a fight in the immediate sense. We're looking at a lot of travel time. No matter, no matter where we go, we're looking at a lot of travel time first. Right, yeah. So it's subjects. not like we're out dungeon delving, like right now. 
like you were saying, we're not, you know, out hunting treasure. It's like, no, we have specific objectives. Hey, I've got an idea. Okay, so we are back to streaming. Uh, let's just... <clears throat> Damon just asked... Well, I just basically... Damon just said he's awesome. I just told... No, I, I basically... Oh, yeah. And then I, he sa I said he's awesome, and I asked him what his credentials were. He responded uh, saying that he fought uh, he fought bravely and was the last... The last he one says, standing yes, previously. I was the last one standing in my fight with you. And then he, he says that must that must mean something. Damon thinks for a moment and, and responds. He says, "Yes, but are you strong of will?" He says, "We we, we will surely walk dangerous roads and see things that will uh, that will that will make your worst nightmares appear but a, but a bad dream." He says, "My dreams are to have my worst nightmares." <laughs> Damon cannot help but smile. That kind of like. That glint of uh, of a man who loves to live in the moment, which is Damon himself. Says, I don't see why not. All the while knowing that she always trusts everybody. What would Ren say? Ren would say, awesome. Ren says, Minotaur. And then he would make a, a moo joke of something. We are not out for... Um, Glory? Ren says, I warn you, we are not out for... Um, for random violence and and good-hearted adventuring. We he says, I care not of your motives. Someone interrupted Brandis. <laughs> Quick dueling. <laughs> ah! Um, Brandis is taken aback at the man's, um... Friskiness? Uh, uh, Damon catches on to what Brandis is saying. He yes. says, he says, during those times in which we are not uh, in, full, in full combat, you must train ceaselessly, alone. He says, he says, of course I would have, uh, he says, he says, I would do whatever you say, just to be able to travel and fight alongside you. He says, I admire your dedication. We'll see how it holds up. Brennan says, and full disclosure, until we can be sure of trusting you, we may not give you, tell you all that we know of the enemies we seek. He says, I need not know. Only where to sink my blade. Guys. He's got my vote. I'm in. Brandon says, he's got my vote. He, he says, posed. I thought I would <laughs> not find you again. He says, uh, he says, I understand your hesitation. He said, uh, and he just puts out his man. huge hand and he just says, I am Grosh and I will not let you down. Hi, Grosh. And he shakes it with the strongest handshake you've Broke ever felt. Broke Archer's arm! You ass! <laughs> I know. You're gonna have to pay for that. <laughs> um, well, Dalman says, uh, he says, Grosh, yeah, okay. give my companions and I a moment to, uh, to, uh, conf to confer. To prepare our badge ceremony. He says, uh, uh, he says, Return, he says, return in uh, half of an hour, and we will give you your answer. He says, yes, yes. He says, he says, uh, and he okay. says, I, oh, huh, oh, uh, okay. He says, I thought I would not find you when, when the laughing maiden returned this morning. I had hoped you would be on it. He says, uh, laughing back in the port. Arr. Ugh, they're making the decision more difficult with easy transport. <laughs> he says, uh... Damn it, damn it. He says, has the captain, has Captain Cass Dunlin, has he procured a new crew and a new ship? He says, <laughs> I did not make many inquiries, but they were in a hurry. Something urgent. 
during your half an hour, go uh, go find Captain Dunlin and let him uh, and let him know that he shall not leave port until uh, uh, until we have a chance to speak to have words with him. He says, he says, I will do this. And then he takes off we in a run. And when this guy runs, he runs faster than you have seen anyone your size run before. Oh my god. This is clearly a man someone. who could just run and hold a blade straight out and str- and it would sink in with as much Gosh. force as someone swinging their sword. That's as soon as says, he's a real go-getter. Damon says, for a minute there, I was thinking, why did I come to this place? Now, now I know. know. <laughs> Brenna says, sadly, this is not two helping. horns and a massive blade do not answer our question yet. We have we have an important choice, and I Is fear still hanging around? that which we do not, that which we choose against, will, will cost many lives. Damon says we can spend further time uh, talking with the with the citizens uh, of High Mascar at different levels of society. He says he says, but uh, I don't know, I don't know what uh, what we can count on them to do while we are here. He says I told uh, what's her name, Ria. Reva. I told Reva of. Uh, of uh, of my desire to track um, arrest mag- arcane signatures, and she said she would do what she could to to monitor the the progress of this uh, uh, of this pandemic. But um, but he says, aside from that, we know what we have to do. Well, if we're gonna fix the things here, it's clearly deeper mascar. It's the same problem as before. I mean. It's just gotten worse. We need evidence to figure out what he's doing Deep and Mascar. then convince... We don't have time, I thought. The travel to Deep Mascar will take a Four longer... Th- I fear I'm, for the I'm prince, I think the festival will be lost. to the Academy. So far, this is the only person that we know of who's ever come back from it. And she seems to not be under the effect of his magical woo effect. My other fear is, I look at this place has devolved into this state in, what, a month and a half? We're looking at being gone for at least six months. Damon, uh... I would imagine that despite it being, like, the defining moment of our rise to heroism, I would imagine that the group doesn't speak too much about the Temple of Elemental Evil. Nope. I don't think we do. I don't think we yeah. did. And in That's this not moment, how story Damon, I know. I don't think. I wouldn't think so. In this moment, Damon kind of invokes that a little bit. And he says, "He says, as we all remember, many lives were lost at the battle of the Temple of Elemental Evil." He says, "But on that day, we saved Countless the entire more. world from uh, from its fate at the hands of uh, of uh, Theris Dune." And he says, "I feel fear today we face a similar scenario." Hmm. Perhaps we know what we cannot do for High Mascar or Deep Mascar today in these months to come, we may be able to do for uh, for all of time if we can uh, track down the Planar Observatory. You're not helping. <sighs> he says, "I would go with our new Minotaur companion. I would go again aboard the Laughing Maiden to seek this prince and finish what we started, cursed Orviltar." If we nice were not to, place. if we if were, you had only gotten to it at the right moment. <sighs> if we were to not go to the prince, is there any way we could send word that 
his his covers blown essentially. That people know where he is. To warn him? Yeah. We'd well, have to know where he was. It's going to take a while to never find him once we get there. That that's the other thing. I mean, it's going to yeah. take a while. Well, I was thinking like Ren's magic there. message thing or something like that. Oh, if you know the person, if you know the person, you could send yeah, them a message and they would go find him. How well do you something? have to know him? Can you just know what he looks like, or does it have to be? More do you know him? Greg, be Ren no, for a second. No, I've never spoken. We're talking about using a magic message him, system like, to try to send a message to the prince. Of a, of something that Ren would know whether or not he could do or not. Yeah, he's a ritual. Send a fan mail, maybe one. Uh, without without knowing the person. Yeah, we're, we're we know of they, the prince where or, they are. Yeah. No. There are special scrying things. Very do, unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then we have to go to Neverwinter, guys. My other Frida is there with you too, although Kala and Heptos are and um. Well. The others are in all, all in the portal, but she um, she's just she stamps her little foot, which doesn't make much noise, and she says, "The planar observatory is the priority." Damn it! I, I says I, it's I have a to priority. agree. I yes. have to agree. She's right. That's right. The planar observatory. She looks at the others. She forgot who she was supposed to convince. Yeah. Well, Aurora is kind says. of waffling a little bit because. Brian says. Olgarth is. Is important. It's it's personally important as well. My concern is that in our in our in our interest to secure one person and stop one person, uh, many people who are in imminent danger could suffer because of that. Uh, and in in a case where it's many versus the few, in an imminent situation, it's difficult to the issue that was to draw the. Yes. Damon, we're not necessarily, it's not many versus few, it's, we're not trying to save the prince because he's a great guy, we're trying to save him because he's the key to right. stopping or, uh, the planar observatory. Yeah, because if you're so that's talk, kind of a related uh, thing. Skyclave is huge. Skyclave is huge, and it's tearing itself apart, and people are disappearing every day. I fear for the city as a whole. I'm worried that... Uh, but but uh, that's but even with that, Brandon says like, even with that, you know, it's a, it is, it is Brandon says it's a mighty city, and I hope that one day we can return to it in one piece, the city in one piece. I mean, um, I think we have to go to Neverwinter and hope for the best for Skyclay. Damon puts forth a suggestion, and he says, perhaps we can take with us Gromf, Grong. Grosh. 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 Perhaps we can take uh, Grosh with us and uh, give him a chance to prove his mettle on the voyage. He says, surely uh, Captain Dunlin would not refuse such a mighty beast as he uh, as a member of his crew. Hmm. If we can procure his transport and uh, and keep him with us during during the voyage, we can assess his, his readiness and his willingness. He says, he looks at Freedom and he says, won't yet send him into the portal, of course. He says, but, uh, but in time... He may prove his uh, his dedication and his uh, and his prowess in battle. All right. So just then, a loud thumping on the door causes the entire door to shake, and he says, "It is I." He says, "Princess, what do you think it is?" Who might have? Is Hold. it you, Reva? He says, "I apologize for returning early, but my message is urgent." Oh, did the boat sink? Speak. Press opens the door. Yeah. He says, uh, he says, he says, they told me to tell you, and then he looks at the portal, and then he looks back, he says, he says, Captain Dunlin is not with his ship. Like he's elsewhere? He says, he says, yes, he's been captured. 
They are arming up to go rescue him now. Darren's out the door. <laughs> what? Damn it! <laughs> I, I was like, Damn was just, it, wait up! Lead the way! Yeah, he's, he's gone. He's out. He says, The first mate knew of you when I spoke about you. He said to relay this message to you, and if you wish to join, which you are welcome, you must come immediately. They are departing in a matter of hours. Yeah. Uh, Wait, we what? definitely have time to at least help him break him out if he's something's been captured or oh, something's yeah. weird. Oh, Brandis takes his gourd, takes a swig of oh, the yeah. most delicious water you've ever tasted. Jones is. Uh, see you later, Reba. Before before they depart, yes. Damon does Sorry, ask Cru- oh, Crucio. He says, Crucio, what are your intentions? Will you stay here in the city? No. He says. He says. I wouldn't. Yes. He says. Um, he says I've gotten around fine. He I, says, my magic can and the part the crowds. The material says, uh, for my next sonnet. We hope to find incredible. you when next we come. We pray you do not, not get crushed. Or stolen. The, uh, under the weight of its collapse. He says, I will have a new song for you when you return. Uh, let's no hope doubt. it's not a funeral dirge. But it's... Let's go. Not G funny. Minotaur. I can't remember his name. Grosh. <laughs> Grosh. Like Gurgrosh, like G R O S H. Yep. Like Gurgrosh. Oh gosh. But with an R. It's like Crush. Yes. Minotaur. Lead the way, Grosh. I feel uh, your chance to prove yourself starts today. He just takes off in a quick stride. As we're running, as as the camera stays and the characters run off screen, you hear Brandis say. Grosh, have you been to the Beastlands? Grosh <laughs> <laughs> says, I have been many places. Fake goodbye. I cannot continue this conversation. I don't have anything more to say. What's it like? I've never been. Brandis does. Brandis has more things to say, but I can't. It roll fades play. out into I will, the. I will the roll out. It's a really good conversation. It was a 17. That's a good conversation. Yeah, I was that's one you'd like to say. To tell you know, another joke, a couple yeah. years ago, I had a really good conversation, conversation with this mentor about the Beastlands. He's a really good guy. Why are you talking to him? He does well, woodblock prints. The guy does woodblock. Would you believe it? Woodblock? I don't even know what that put, is. Like, you put the paint in it. It's All right, as you reach stamp. the docks, you see that the pandemonium has not failed to reach the docks as well. Uh, the first thing that you notice is that there were some caged animals in the area that looked like they just recently escaped. As you see, as you see, seven or eight iguanas skirt across the docks to the other side, along with people kind of like moving around. Iguanas. iguanas. You see some looters gra- uh, grabbing some stuff as well. Like grabbing iguanas. They're still the iguanas. <laughs> They're gonna eat them. You put that iguana down. Unhand that so iguana. But I want it. <laughs> I want it. You don't know what you do with iguana. And then, before long, you see the laughing maiden. How's she looking? Not laughing. What what is what does the uh, bow of the boat look like? The bow of the boat looks quite mighty indeed, with the huge spear affixed to it. Yes! Still rocking the, the fixture. Is it the same boat or is he like refilled the thing? She returns! <laughs> yes! Nice. Is this newly drawn? Mm-hmm. Oh. She is the in her prime. pointy thing on the front. Yes, awesome. And now it has the... Last time I saw that, it landed here. It's a big thing. Spike. It's mighty. What was the first wow. mate's name? 
Leon Strassum. Leon Strassum, who you remember from your long journey before, okay. greets you and he says, he says, Adventurers, come on board! With Gesto. Permission to come on board? He says, Your friend here told me you were, uh, you were going, most likely going to return. He says, Will you join us? Aye. He says, Aye. The time Aye. for vengeance is at hand. Says, vengeance? Who? Who took him? Who are we venging upon? Who took the good captain? Looks and he Yar. says, None other. Damn. Yargo! He nods and says, Indeed. He says, Yargo. A curse upon the Yargo. A curse on our family! And he says, And this time, they will not get away. Oh? He says, And then he gestures, and you see what you are surprised you did not see before a large glider on the deck of the boat. He says, uh, he says, Leon, you must tell us everything. He says, the glider appears to have some sort of locator system. It shows the location of their airship. He says, they lost it in the fight, uh, in the fight where they captured our captain. Our glider now. Uh, He (laughs) says, it is a mere day's travel, uh, up the channel here. Says, well, then why are we standing he says, here? Their ship is heavily damaged, and they are probably stopped for repairs. We'll burn it all down and take no prisoners. I will tear it in half with my bare hands. I'll eat part of it. <laughs> he puts up his hand. He says, "He says perhaps more delicate measures." Princess, uh, he says, "He says, why do you take the wind from our sails, Dam, and slipping right back into his mediocre sailor talk?" All right, he just goes. puts his Look. arm around Dam and he says, "If our mission is successful, we will not." Need wind nor sails. That sounds awesome. Ooh. He says. Uh, he says. Continue. Weird. He uh, says. Uh, I, I thought it was obvious. It's less dramatic if I tell you what I meant. <laughs> no, but continue. Like let's go. He doesn't do meant as many yards as Captain Kaz. I know all I remember about this. Goes, yes, of course. What, what do we do next? He says, Yarr. we are nearly finished supplying. We have emptied uh, emptied much weight to keep our speed at maximum. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Grosh. <laughs> you get to be... Not tough. this time. Yeah, they're right, they're right here, dude. Um, we need some. Oh, these, are, these are all the key ones right here. So, just yeah. clarifying the plan, he says to Leon, are we taking the glider to find it, or are we using the glider to find out where they ship and we're taking the... How do you expect to get up there? I don't know. He says, we will sail to the location. He says, it will surely be shrouded in fog, as usual. We will use the glider to to get up to it. Ah, He says, the glider can pierce through the fog. He says, we have spent some time trying to figure out how to operate it, although only somebody very short is capable of doing so. And then he looks and sees that Ren and Frida are there. And then you see that there's also a short man as a member of the crew, and he's walked over. You see that he is a halfling with a big white beard. Awesome. It's a dwarfling. Hey. What? And he holds in his arm a tome. And he says, he says, new crew members. Excellent. Log us in. (laughs) She, she, she... Reaches out her hand to introduce herself to the, to the little person. He says, I am Lord Master Caro, Lord? hater of dragons. What? What? That's he a says, strange way to introduce yourself. 
He says, never trust a dragon! That's actually probably a good policy. But it says, hey. I've found that that stands true. I yeah, never thought of phrasing it that way. Yeah. There are um, plenty of dragons worth trusting. Technical question. Bahamut's a dragon god. That's a little different. <laughs> technical question. Uh, Frida is joining us. Are is uh, da, 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 Angel Immortal Heptos coming? Come on the ship with us. On the ship. Is Kalal on the ship? It's a party boat. Yes, they're all coming. It's like a little cruise. They're all coming. I'm thinking that Frida has grabbed them all from the portal. Yeah, because she can't leave the portal in. I have to submit a master now with that crap going on. Yeah. She chooses not to create the portal on the boat. Cool. We're looking at potential minis for Grosh if we have a minute or two. I say the big one. Draw him as he uses a one-handed or two-handed weapon. I like this one. Um, is Keeper coming with us? Yeah. Is Keeper on foot? Bam. And he's all barbed. Uh, no, Keeper is not on the ship. He is on the dock. This guy's like barely oh, along dog. with, uh, what's her name? Frida? No. Her mom. This her pseudo-mom. Your mother replacement. Caretaker. Hey. What's her name? Frida. No. No. Zelda. Oh. Zelda. Yeah. That's, Sorry. yeah. So where's we need Kalas? Well, as in they're not coming with us. I don't want to leave them. In they're staying in the. the they're staying in the portal. Oh, in the. No, they're portal. not. Uh, dude, not? I don't know why they would not why get on a leave? ship that's probably going to sink to stay on a ship that's probably definitely going to sink. No, but we have Frida with us. She's, she'll move the portal. To Keeper says. Uh, Keeper says to Aurora when she looks back with sadness in her eyes, and he says, he says, "This fine? is not my journey." He says, and Zelda is too weak to travel. I will care for her here in Skyclave. No, I mean you in might want to get out of Skyclave. I'd say head north. What? That place with I'm the dragonfly. Go to Geldenet. She says, that's probably safer. Azora is talking to, uh, talking to Keeper. She notices something out of the corner of her eye. Not the corner of her eye. Right on the boat. Uh, on the boat in the pier next to you she sees a curious looking bird perched on uh, on one of the sails hmm. that's a curious looking bird it is a bright yellow bird and it appears to be looking directly at your uh, at your ship she leans over to Hugh I guess who's standing next to her and she nudges him and she goes And as soon as Hugh looks up to see it, you see it flutters off in the opposite direction and disappears. Does he see it? Yeah, he saw it. But as soon as he looked, it went away. Did it look like a normal bird, or was it somehow unusual? It was an unusually, uh, an unusually bright or golden yellow. Is that normal for this area? No, no. You've never unusual. seen a bird quite like that, and you've been around in nature quite a lot. That's a strange bird. That's what I thought. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd know more. It's not a sea parrot? You like birds. Brand says it's sky clear. Keeper clears his voice. He says, things. We will be safe. Uh, right. Aurora, the easily distracted. What <laughs> <laughs> a keeper! Keeper did not seem we'll annoyed. <laughs> keeper did not seem annoyed, but more like who's used to it. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, hey! We'll be safe. Eyes up. Yeah. Um, Thanks for your concern. Um, so yeah, she she says go to Geldeneth, please don't stay in the city. So no one is waiting I'm, in the portal. 
No, no I, one is I waiting. Damon looks safe. looks to the group and he says, "Do we leave a speaking stone with Keeper mm-hmm. to keep in touch with what's happening in Sky?" Club? We only have three of them. It might be good because then we'll we'll have we'll keep a beat on Skyclave so if we're worried about it. I don't even really want to know what happens to Skyclave. It's gonna fall apart. I'm assuming everyone in Skyclave will die. It's gotten this Probably bad in one hand. month. Like I said, everyone. We're we are gonna be gone for so long. That's like, hey, there are riots breaking out in Damn, the and just like kind of Let's go on a cruise detaches, for half a year. He detaches from this this really. <laughs> Depressing conversation. Aurora has tears in her eyes. She's like curling up now. Take care of yourselves and don't hesitate to leave the city if things get too bad. As soon as, uh, as soon as Zelda can, we will. He says, uh, "Thank you for everything." He says, "He says that is a curious, a curious statement coming from you." He says, "We we would not know where the prince lies were it not for your, uh, your endurance." He says. Perhaps in time it will turn out that that information was more important than the fate you saved me from. He says, but as it is right now, uh, he, he says, it is I who am thankful to you. He says, uh, farewell. You're welcome. Ara, uh, gently, gently hugs, um, um, Iselda because she's, she's weak and oh. kind of frail, you know, just kind of, and she's shorter than her, so it's really more of a torso hug, you know? And that's kind of how she hugs everybody. You know, because she's short. But, raspberry but with, with, with Keeper, she, um, like, barrels into him and, like, gives gives him, like, a, a crushing hug. We have been in 14 wounds. And, well, you know, like, even her most intense hugs, I mean, she's not, strength, strength isn't her, her greatest attribute, but she can be intense when she wants to be. She, it's a dwarf style she's hug. She's passionate. When I says, let's go. We have many pirates to kill, and then some Orviltar goons far from home. Yes. He says, allow me to introduce you to our new crew. The first mate says. He says, we picked up much of our crew in Airspur. Did they know yeah. what happened to the last <laughs> Man, that's gotta be an uncomfortable moment for all of us, no matter who we're talking about. Like, fuck. <laughs> We, Brandis, I have some survival skills. kind of like quietly nudges Damon and points out the scrawniest looking of the new recruits and says, It's not going to make it, man. Thank you. Dude, you know, we'll do that this time. I don't think you can swim. I don't think can you can swim? God damn. Just then, we'll go from two people to the next. come up from under the deck. Just two? Two of them. They awesome. are quite surprising in appearance, although Distinct. not... Yes, distinct in appearance. As you see, one of them has uh, flowing hair that appears to be made of fire, while the other one has uh, um, has flowing water on his head. And they come up. Awesome. And he says, and one of them says, "I thought I heard new recruits." Uh, and he puts out his hand. Uh, the guy with fire for hair puts out his hand. And he says, "Neon." And the other one says, "Eshin." Damon's uh, greets them in primordial and uh, and uh, says uh, and thanks them for passage. In primordial, of course he does. More crew, we're more than just passage. Well, passage onto the ship. We're going to and yes, there are two Janassi. Awesome. Cool. I mean, we've seen plenty of them, but it's uh, we don't usually like talk to them. It is only Damon who has spent significant time among the Janassi. 
that notices that would uh, that is attuned to notice that there's something odd about these two Genasi, hmm. and it is that their markings are identical. Oh, Damon says to me, he says, uh, "Are you related to one another?" Uh, one of them <laughs> says, "You have spent some time among the Genasi." He says, and the other one says, "Yes, we are." He says, and "I they was... speak with almost an identical voice." Awesome. They're like fraternal twins. We are identical twins. And then they turn to give each other a high five, and you see the one that uh, had water flowing above its body. It the water. Uh, just flows off his body and he bursts into flame as the other one then manifests water uh, across his body. And then as they go to bump fists, they switch back into their forms, the, their original uh, elements. Damn, it was truly no a beautiful race and a beautiful place. I was uh, I was among the Air Stepper, uh, Steppers Guild for several years in Akunul. He says, says, I didn't know Genazis could switch elements. He says, uh, one of them says, A rare gift. One of them says, yes, a rare gift indeed. He says, we are a rare pair of twins. Because cool. almost everything they say, the other one completes the sentence of the first one. Nice, it's like having three damons. He's <laughs> 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 good friends with Damon, but for some reason he doesn't sound thrilled with that idea. I don't, think anyone, I don't think anyone blames him. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the first mate says, "says the rest of the crew, uh, the rest of the crew, you can introduce yourselves to as we come around." He says, "But we picked up quite a good chef. I think you'll be happy." Hugh is a better mood, remembering the hardtack and oh, shit, boy. other awfulness. Oh, you gotta take your anti All right, guys, look. Now. We had. The, I feel like these two are the oh. okay minis, now, and this one is. A, oh, sorry. I think we'll probably open. And then coming around the large mast, you see a man, and he he puts his hand out to introduce himself. He says, "My name is Rocco. I've got uh, rotisserie chicken uh, on the menu tonight." Rotisserie? How do you put that on a boat? He says, "It takes quite some skill." I imagine so. He says, "I must go back to tending it," and he heads down to the lower deck. Bruh moves to follow, but then remembers rotisserie chicken. Damon says, "I will protect the ship twice as well as the last time." Shit, it's really evolved. Even more awesome than before. It's got Janassi and chicken. He was noticeably in a better mood. Yeah. Who doesn't want Janassi and chicken? Brennan's is in excited, but I'm doing a lot of sailing in his day, and, and so what? We sailing isn't supposed to be comfortable. <laughs> Suspicious. Are supposed we? to be hard tack. No Janassi. What <laughs> a smelly old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've got the smelly cruise? old man thing down enough for the whole thing. Damn. Damn. The rest of the crew does not disappoint as you look around and you see they that they are hardened ass. sailors who are oh, chewing yeah. on nails and picking All their right. teeth. I'm going to start a wood. fight with the drunk one. <laughs> then I'll be at home. The drunk one? <laughs> the drunkest. The one guess. who's already passed out. I just start You <laughs> pick him up off the floor and just slap him <laughs> and he falls down again. I win! <laughs> I love this boat. So, the uh, first mate says, We are ready to set off when you are. Set sail. He yells and he says, Get ready to set sail! And you hear a bunch of, Arr! Like the whole crew at once. Yes. He says, He says, We've managed to work quite well as a team on our journey back from Airspur. Hooray! You know how much I love teamwork. To um, swim. Teach who what? We should teach the crew how to swim as well as we do. I know. Returning to our characters, the boat has set off. We got a nice crew here. I remember this music. We need two for the genetic. 
we do need to shoot for the Genasi now on that, except there are like two Genasi minis just in a, creation. Get a red looking guy and a blue looking guy. That's gonna be. I got we it. can switch All right. when they switch. The boat has set sail. The ship. Yes! Back on the sea. It has been a long time. Gotta get my paper. All right. Man and some salt water. <laughs> I can get some salt. <laughs> the ocean isn't that intense. Here, woo. I did. Uh, We're gonna bring some hurt on those Yargo mofos. Oh my gosh, she's had it coming for months. <laughs> She All right. not sleep well enough alone. Had to mess with the cats. But now it's gonna fly. The little bearded halfling has gotten into the cockpit seat of the glider and is yelling out directions of how to get there. What are you guys doing on the way? Who's gonna talk dragons? to who? Are you gonna go ask him? Yeah. Hey, you, uh, go ahead and uh, roleplay it. She did. What? She's, you, she, she said, why do you hate dragons? Why do you hate dragons? He looks over and he says, Dragons cannot be trusted! Did you get betrayed by a dragon? He says, he says, I am a lore master. I have spent my entire life studying the culture. Of dragons? He says, Yeah! Oh! Are you okay? He's dying! He says, my entire expertise, my entire life, my life's work was spent on a fake culture invented by a dragon. He tricked me! <laughs> that's amazing, dude. That's, that's basically that's your a bummer, indeed. Man, um, <laughs> the Elendrians—they don't even really exist. Oh, the Elendrians, right? That's true, Sam. <laughs> but at least we know it ahead of time. Oh that's wait, true. they don't exist. So what does that say about us? Elendrians, wow. Well, part of Elendrians. Is there? Are they like Elendrians? Maybe, maybe it was a miscommunication. Maybe they were supposed no, to be made of elves. He sounds pretty sure. <laughs> she, uh, she Dude. looks pityingly at him. That would be fun. And pets him on his tiny make white history. head. He says, I'd be happy to tell you all about the Elendrians if you ever got some hours to spare. Sure. <laughs> I love stories. He says, really? <laughs> she looks genuinely interested. She looks genuinely interested. <laughs> she appears to be listening to everything you say. I'm convincingly interested. <laughs> um, what's the first bit? Here it is. You talk more with her. Eh, no, we're, we're, he says the Elendrians. They have they have faces that look much like pigs. Oh. He says she they, says they are a very curious people. Hmm. He says the men the men give birth instead of the women. He says. None of this makes any sense. You're right. <laughs> but what a cool story to have. That dragon tricked the shit out of you. <laughs> he says, he says, they all have wings. Three wings. Do they fly? He says, he says, no, they don't fly. They're, 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 they can't fly with their, they just glide. I think we're just going to tell lies to this guy the whole show. Why, that's fascinating. He seems good. Have you drawn, like, pictures of them? He says, I have pictures, I have a detailed history of their people. He says, he says, you're making fun of me! And then he just closes his glider. She rolls a diplomacy check! Maybe a bluff check, because you kind of were. 
No, no yeah. bluffing. <laughs> so no bluffing. Uh, she gets a twenty. Like she gets a twenty-three. Really not convincing. Twenty-three diplomacy to keep this guy from shutting her down. Uh, go ahead and. Uh, what did she say? She she knock knocks on the on the top and tries to talk loudly into the cockpit. She goes. I don't hear very many cool stories anymore. My, some of my fondest memories were my father telling me tales back down in the East Rift. It he reminds says, me of home. He says, I have thought that maybe I could turn my research into something useful by writing books. Not to purport that they are real, but you like uh, fairy tales. And a story that didn't actually happen. She... She looks very, very, very pleased says, by this. Their entire kingdom was built out of bits of armor. Whoa. He says... Another use for armor? That's very dwarf-like. He says, their entire culture was led by a dire boar. That's dire boar? He, not a very boring person? He says, it could speak. He says, and, and when they glide, they glide backwards. Huh. Which would really be forwards for them, huh? He says, yes. And he says, and when they conquer their enemies, and oh, did they conquer their enemies, they drink the blood. Uh, what? Perhaps leave that one out of the children's books. That's not that uncommon. Or maybe leave it in. For I don't sure know what kinds of children's guys. books other people like they to read. See them coming. He goes, he says, I hope you've written it down, maybe I can And they it. ate dirt for their food. He says, oh, have I written it down? I have volumes. <laughs> perhaps a condensed version publication. I have certainly never heard a tale quite so interesting. He says, the way they greet each other. And then he just slaps Aurora across the face. He says, that is how they uh, one says hello in their culture. Now who's fooling whom, sir? She looks slightly perturbed, but also perhaps she had it coming. She's brought this on herself, she realizes. What is everyone else doing during this? Someone come over here and save me! Brandis is more no dad, so say what's up, so say what's up. Brandis goes over the first mate. What's his name again? Uh, Leon. Leon. Like the, the first mate's first mate. What was the first mate? The, the, the Leon, Leon. Strassen. Because his first mate's first mate is the second mate. Gotcha. Yeah. Leon Strassen. The ship has no captain right now. He is Don't the acting captain. Don't you dare tell me that guy is captain. He's the acting captain. He goes to him. Brandis um, speaks sailor with him and tells him that the Larboard spars on the mizzenmast are slacking. Um, he and, says, I'll, I'll get the men on it right away. And uh, and he says, and this new crew you have, aside from your cook and... Uh, Neon and... And, and the... Uh, the Elemental Brothers. Um, excuse me. The hardy folks you have running the rigging. I fear for their lives when they are in our company, as we have a bad habit of bringing things like Doom Island around. Says, Can you Don't trust talk them? about Doom Island. Are it they, says, are they hardy? Says, as the dwarf said, that should only happen once every some many thousand years. And he looks a little bit nervous, like as if he really wants you to confirm this fact. Says, yeah, I heard that too. Uh, he says, he says, this crew will do. He says, I am confident uh, the damage we did to Yargo's ship, it was not insignificant. And then uh, Brandis well begins to just appraise some of the 
guys working on the ship and say, what about this squirrely looking one? And then you see the squirrely looking one all of a sudden immediately climb up the rigging with amazing uh, amazing speed and accuracy as he goes up to secure one of the knots and then uh, climbs all the way up to the crow's nest, listens to him, comes back down and seems to be relaying messages. Rope. Press pulls on a rope! Damn, nine! I don't think that pulls through. Brennis is satisfied. <laughs> the strength of the knots of the new kid. You got that! God damn it! I'll be back later. <laughs> <laughs> that rope better still be. I am not, and that's what Brennis does. He tries to make sure the crew is up to snuff. How about Hugh? Hugh! He goes towards the very front of the ship. And he spends a moment of introspection to see if he's going to get seasick. Does he get seasick? Why do you the front of the ship? What are your odds? I figure it's a saving throw. I'll give myself a plus five bonus for all the sailing we did last time. He doesn't get sick. So uh, Daleman immediately heads up to the crow's nest and just... Breeze in the uh, the wonderful salt breezes that he is uh, he has so missed since la- since uh, last they returned to, to land. Uh, man, other than flying aback, uh, Kalar being up in the crow's nest is, is about as, as close as it gets to uh, to flying for him. And he he's king of the world. He's king of the world. He's king of the world in an instant. And uh, maybe we, as as excited as he was to see uh, some other Janassi uh, on board, he'll find time for them later. What are they doing? Why the hell is one of the Melek? Because he was the baddest ass uh, red guy I could find. Because the blue guy. Does that answer your question? Awesome. I've never seen that guy before. Yeah, he's an ice archon. Pretty cool. I really wish I, I did. Fire. I asked for a red guy and a blue guy, and you got the coolest ones of each. So I feel like. I mean, it's appropriate. Hey, it's it's you're right this though. It's your call. I can I can put someone else on there. Ever. No, it just you you got pretty scared when you saw. Uh, was it Old Dalman? Old Orm. Old Orm. Last, yeah. last session, I was. Uh, I don't get him see out of here. here the fact he's our ally makes it a little bit better. Yeah. No Ren. Why is it Ren here? Ren is not here. Ren is below oh, deck. Ren is not here. Is below deck. Ren usually goes below deck for an extended period of time when we're on the ocean. That's true. He has yes. a ritual to master. That what's happened with the. Uh, didn't that happen last time we encountered yeah. the Yargo? Yep. He's a ritual master that would be quite useful. He's in this just situation. avoiding Yargo. That. Yeah. First mate says, it'll be about a 24 hours uh, sail till we get there. He says, make sure you I'm sleep well tonight. Let's she do says, it. as he says that. So nightfall comes. I. Yeah. They have enough rotating crew to keep the ship operating. Hooray, hooray, ship. hooray. We're on the left. The Janassi. Uh, oh, and uh, for dinner that night, there is rotisserie chicken. How many? Mm. There's gotta be a ton of chicken. Plenty. Sweet. Aurora takes one chicken for herself. Damon takes and some time. With anyone who asks, but nobody asks because no one sees her taken. Damon, <laughs> sometime on the trip, whether it's before dinner or before light fades, takes some time to make sure that the crew is well schooled in the use of the ship's ballistas. They were not able to assist us with, with that last time, and he wants to make sure that if we need to board uh, the uh, opposing vessel and make war uh, on, on their ground, that we can at least get some some range support, and that the crew is uh, is brave enough to take to take over when we can't man these uh, yeah. man the ship's guns. Well, we know what we're getting ourselves into now. Yeah. A far cry from last time, Doom Island. <clears throat> yeah. Man, it's a shipwreck. 
It was a shipwreck full of gold that apparently you thought was an awesome idea to go check out. I was confused on the geography. I thought we were in, like, an inlet. But not just a rock in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> it was an inlet. Is that sticking in the with that of the story, ocean. are we? Awesome. I was... There was a mirage. It made it look safe. Alright. <laughs> Mirage of terror. I'm so excited. Look at our crazy group. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting so sweet. <laughs> so we're going to do anything else before the arrival? Yeah, we're going to tell, tell uh, Gromf. Grosh. Grosh. To start Grumpf. training immediately. And not to stop until we start fighting. Oh, he already was. He Fuck is yeah. sparring with the guys up How on How many deck. guys? Duel Oh, he's sparring with six, six. at a time. Duel him. Yes. <laughs> One sec. Don't get, don't get, don't get a little hasty there. Sand. You duel him. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's fighting six guys right now. He's busy. He's fighting six guys and winning easily. He fights six guys and you just jump on his back and you go. Ah! I mean, you see him kicking. I with challenge force you. With a sword would, as he kicks a guy that falls overboard and has to uh, has to climb back up the rigging oh, on the side. Kill the crew members. Hell yeah. With them. Fight. You see him at one point charge one of them with his own horns, and you can tell in the way he's moving that he is holding back. God. Wow. Right. Am I impressed? Alright, and uh, I rolled high, so I'm just saying I am impressed. I rolled high for him. I'm gonna roll also, and add 20 to the roll. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> Alright. So how many days passed? One? Oh, no. He sleeps out on the deck at night. Cool. Just one day. Just overnight. Yeah. Ooh. It's the 20th. <clears throat> and it is not long into the morning before you see the fog. The fog. The fog. Oh, she, she blows. blows. She blows. I know. It brings the ill. And we are the ill. Yes. This is going to be wonderful. We're going to attack them instead of them attacking us. If only we could shoot the uh, bow of the ship up somehow. Oh, I know. Shoot the ship with our. Boo! Gotcha! That would be. Suckers! Surprise, bitches! How you like it? Ah! <laughs> Just sticks to the back. Ramming speed. Jumping speed. Alright. Serious faces. ramp in the ocean. <laughs> Where is the sea ramp? The lore master uh, calls out and he says, he says, we are close. And then the first mate heads on over and he says, what's the plan? Who's going to drive this thing? Fog. Oh, yeah, gonna... you're in the middle of the fog. The actually, fog is approaching you. There was entered. actually an article released today on ship combat. And I said you can use the like, grappling hooks to like lock ships together. Okay, right. But this ship is way the hell up there. You're gonna have to okay, fly up. Gotcha. Didn't, didn't realize. I didn't know if because he was measuring oh, no. damage. He says, uh, um, he says the ship is uh, is two thousand feet up. <gasps> Damon says, uh, is it? Uh, can you fly? Is it in berth? Is it near any sort of cliff face, or is it in open seas? He says. He says yes. There are some. Uh, there are some tall cliff faces up top, and it appears to be anchored to them. He says, uh... He says, we will need to fly up there and catch them by surprise. We have, we have one advantage. Fly... He just looks at, looks at Aurora and says, he says, climbing? I'm just saying. We I have, can't exactly flat my arms. Yes. We have means of... I have means of getting myself up there. 
What was your plan for the rest of us? The glider? He points to the glider. Can't lift? Hey. He says, it will not have great maneuverability or speed, but I think it could lift a few of us. Damon looks over at Brosh and he says, a many. Uh. <laughs> he says, I think it could carry three of you, certain. Uh, yes, three. He says, plus the pilot. How many can Flyvern take? Just me. Really? I'm pretty heavy. Um, Damon says, 2,000 feet? I can surely scale the cliff. He says, uh, he says, uh, if we, if we coordinated our, our, our timing, I could, uh, I could attack from the opposite side as you came from above. Aha. Uh-huh. 2,000 feet. If anyone can do it, Daomen can yeah. do it. We'll just I'll, wait. I'll climb it and basically just give me a head start. Well, I mean, that, we're kind of here, though. Exactly. Well, but you gotta go straight up. But, like, a, a we're we, assuming they don't know we're here. Well, the longer we wait, odds of getting detection go up. Yeah, but I mean... The first mate says they do have some way of knowing how to attack a ship through their own fog. That's a good point. Damon says, uh... He says, my hope is that they are not on the lookout for someone, but the longer we are here, the longer we risk risk detection. We have to save Kaz. He says, well then, we'll have to to take multiple trips. Yeah, what about a stealthy trip first? So you... You... One of our buddies who is stealthy, and then you, Minotaur, and if we have anyone else coming, we could just have the core group go I'm up, and then you can ferry more people on up afterwards. That's, that's oh, oh, have the core group just you got you three yeah, go up, yeah, and then three. you three and, and you, you on your fly. Who has the flying things? Flying things. There were boots or wings or something. Oh, uh, he's got gliders. That, uh, he's got braces of gliding. And he's got a thing. Your daily ring can give us all. I mean, yes, yeah, so if I can, we're all I can falling, down here. if we are fall, all falling together, I just don't want to be thrown off the boat. You can borrow Ren's bracelets, probably. Can I? Can I borrow Ren's bracelets since he's not coming? Uh, Ren is coming. Uh, Ren is coming. Then I will not take them from him. He is piloting the glider. Uh-huh. Nice. Sounds like we can go up to the core group. He definitely had interest in piloting a magical glider. Yeah, And that's true. then have him come down and ferry more people like Kala and the Minotaur and the Elemental Twins. This is the lore master awesome. had uh, spent the night the training Ren in what he had learned on how to fly the glider. Remember yeah. there was netting on the sides? If we can be deposited onto the netting and just wait there until everyone right. gets there. Do we want to do and a stealth and wait or just attack and then... I feel like we It'll... should set up a beachhead. Yeah. We should get on on deck and try to uh, develop like some sort of safe zone where they can keep depositing crew. He says, uh, uh, "Damon says, as I recall, there was there was only a couple passages to the lower decks. If we can control the upper deck and prevent them from uh, from coming from beneath, we might be able to limit the amount of uh, of uh, combatants hmm. until uh, until more reinforcements can come. Plug up the holes. Yeah. Okay." goes under deck, brings back a grappling hook, but you notice there's no rope attached to it. Damon's eyes are still already sparkling, as if he knows what's going to, what he's going to give him. And the guy says, that rock over there, and the grappling hook jets out from his hand, uh, attaches to the rock, and then a rope jets back t- uh, towards his hand Ooh. as he grabs it, and he says, it'll hold 3,000 pounds. And he says, return! And the grappling hook jets back towards his hand. And then he hands it to Damon. Damon uh, places it in his uh, his uh, waist 
or in his belt, and uh, says, "This will make escape much easier in case we need to retreat via the cliffs, but we don't Nora expect says, to retreat." You gonna use that other grappling hook? Damn says, "I thought you'd never ask." He passes it to her. <laughs> this is oddly familiar. Deja vu. Um, All over again. After that, he uh, Damon approaches Kala and says, "Old friend," he says. I know you can bear yourself aloft at will. Will you be joining us in this fight? He says, he says, outside of my grove. He says, I don't have nearly as much power. You did he last says, time. He says, occasionally I can build up enough strength for a surge of strength. Perhaps doing that vision thing a while ago weakened you too much. He says, perhaps. He says, he says I did forget to do it in my grove. Damon says, he says, rest easy. We will be back with the good captain in no time. He says, give me a stone. Send a signal if you need more help. Of course. Who's having the stones? Boop. There. You got one. Aurora has none at this moment, so if, unless you hand her you one. You guys want to keep this? Uh, yeah. Alright, I'll keep it. Yeah, you. It's like you and Brandis. Oh, you. I thought you said you and Brandis. You and Brandis. But yes, aren't you going to be with him? Thinking. I think so. Well, we'll, we won't be going up together. Hugh should definitely have one because he's the least likely to die. Brandis, in a different type of way, is the least likely to die. Aurora is the. I can't be killed in this fight. Come on, I gotta fly and no falling damage. I got exits all around me, 360 degrees. Last time you had a lizard. I don't know. Alright. Damon mounts up. He's he's top as he wants to. Aurora looks at the glider and then just. Because you know she's not going yet, but she's she's trying to figure out how she's gonna like strap herself onto the. That's tail. the fun thing is we're not going on the inside of the glider. It was no. like he's like literally just standing on the wing. He's kind of just hunched over and kind of grabbing with one hand. But he's one, of the, balance. one of these sailors has uh, has fashioned amazing. harnesses out of ropes. They show you how to put it on. Like a ballet yeah, it is. It is a rope made uh, rip cord harness. Is this the guy who tied that knot that Brandis liked? Because I'm not doing any others except that guy. And then he uh, attaches it up to the rope attached to the glider. And he cool. says, This will hold! His confidence seems. They tie good knots. He says, I've been tying knots my whole life! I've heard that before. Really? <laughs> I'd like to meet that man. He's dead. Too much knots. He just walks away and realizes that Aurora is just teasing him. <laughs> <laughs> These pirates I'm here sorry. are going to mutiny just against you. Against my terrible jokes. Just against you. It's good that you have kickboard. We're betting together. I have that kickboard. No, we're going to kill the captain. We're just going to kill Aurora. Uh, Just Aurora. No one kills Aurora and gets away with it. (laughs) Yes. All right. So far, far, it's true. All right, who's the first to go up? Uh, That's, uh... Stealth, right? That's all of us. This. You... Me? It's all three. Uh, we're, we're setting up the, the 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 party first. The party. All Ren's right. Ren's gonna fly. We're gonna right. go, and he's gonna Scratch fly. Scratch yourself into this thing. Go get the thing. Oh, the thing. Okay. Get the go thing. get the Wait, thing. Dust right. thing. Make in. room for the thing. No. What about uh, this? How much room do we need? Lots of room. No. Lots of room. Lots, of room. Nothing, lots and uh, lots of room. Then I would just find something. To nothing use for that. that right now. Uh, I do appreciate it. I don't know what my job is. So we'll just sort of relocate these. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a good idea. Go go. Have a good party in the side Is it, it bigger than before? Better. No. Really? It's the same. Correct. It and is a big different. ship. It's a BFS. That's right. What does the F stand for? Fucking. I was thinking flying. 
Well, that's the plan. I mean, obviously, if we see, like, a bomb at the stern, but that's uh, that's our plan. That's what we told them to make for. As you come over the side, so beautiful. you see a few dozen halflings dozen? all working and repairing cracks in the, uh, cracks in the hole. And you hear someone yelling out, uh, yelling out orders saying, hurry up, men, repair faster. We've been here a whole day. And then, as you come over the edge, you see that they all turn to look and grab their short swords that are on their hilts. Sweet. And we will continue next time. Aww. Uh, I don't even get it out. I've got blue balls. I do too. <laughs> I was worried.